everybody. My name is Alex, and welcome to Alex's Podcasting. I already fucked up the intro. Um, <laughs> I'm Alex, and I'm podcasting. Um, and with me is my good friend, Ramon Saldivar. Call him RJ. Guten Tag. Okay, question. Have I been mispronouncing your last name? Is it Saldivar? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, a lot of people call me Saldivar. Zal. Yeah, it it's, it's, yeah, it's... People even say my first name wrong all the time. They say Raymond. There's no oh, D. No, there's no D. There's no Y. I don't know where the hell they're getting this from. And they always spell it, put an E at the end of it like I'm the Ramones or something. <laughs> but um, well, we have the video element. Where I'm experimenting with that. And it's already not centered. So uh, uh, give me two seconds. This is professional. We are professional. RJ, distract him. And that's enough. Um, so we are back. <laughs> um... So we're, I'm, I'm experimenting with the video element. I'm experimenting. We're at uh, RJ's humble abode. He allowed me to bring all my shit. And we are here to shoot the shit. Um, RJ, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Pretty good. Um, you know what? I hate Jews. Um, <laughs> no, I said I wouldn't say that. No, I'm kidding. That is a joke. He loves Jewish people. I love the Jewish people and the Jewish faith. Mm-hmm. I... I dug myself into a hole because I don't know how to make it funny. Why did I say this? <laughs> uh, I'm a failed comedian. That, that is one thing I hate about certain comedians. Like They'll go straight to the shock mm-hmm. w- without any payoff because I realized I went for the shock and no payoff. Like, oh, I hate Jews. And it's like, I don't hate Jews. Well, but there's no payoff to the I, joke. I think it helps if... like I, I know what, you, what your intentions are. You know what I'm saying? Like The audience doesn't. And that's... That's the big kicker, is the audience. Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of comedians that do get in trouble are from people that are not really comedian people. Yeah. Because there's a ton, like, um, this is very controversial, um, the Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah. Um, did you watch the stand-up special? No, I don't have Netflix, but I've heard... I've heard plenty of proposing. I've heard both sides. I heard that he's disgusting for saying that stuff. And well, let let me tell you this because I watched it with my mother, and uh, it it definitely is his weakest special in my opinion. I did not laugh once at all. Yeah, and that's fair. And the the thing I have to say is there is some validity to the the argument. That it, what he was saying was toxic. There is some validity, but he was he was trying to say something. I just I kind of equate it to um, the people that say, "Oh, I'm not racist. I have a black friend, mm-hmm. so I can say the n word." Yeah, it's like no. Yeah, uh, Dave, I get what you're trying to say, but again, I'm a fat white guy that's not a comedian. I don't really have an opinion. Um, but yeah, and my biggest... I was more offended that it just wasn't funny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like the, the problem nowadays is people don't want to hear both sides. And it's the most important thing to hear both sides. Even if you totally agree that both sides, like another side's wrong. It's... it's But you need to hear that because you need to know who the people that you don't agree with are. Mm-hmm. Re- regardless, like you need to hear both sides. And uh, there was a whole boycott at Netflix. There was a whole... Somebody got fired over that. Yeah. Yeah, Because they supposedly leaked data 
but the person was also trans and they were setting up the um walk out so there's a little shadiness to that um but uh they dave actually came out with a statement saying i am willing to meet with the head of the people that are starting this thing saying but he had three stipulations one was you had to have watched his entire special front to back uh two you will meet uh where and when on his terms and three uh this is pertaining to a comedian that he was re- referencing in the show yet he, he said you have to admit that that comedian is not funny oh that's that see that's that's bullshit and petty it's well, it's it's it's, it's, it's pertaining it's pertaining to the main bit of a joke because he tells this bit that this trans woman, I'm probably butchering this because I, I haven't watched it in a couple weeks, but he basically said that this trans woman who was one of his best friends just wasn't funny, and she ended up killing herself, and she admitted that she wasn't funny or something. I'm probably fucking it up, whatever, but yeah. So it was a little backhanded because it's saying that just completely for me kills the mood because mm-hmm. you're you kind of disregard everything that you're trying to say like oh yeah you have to admit that this person is not funny like someone probably laughed i mean yeah well that's that's the thing about people is everybody has different tastes you know whether it's art whether it's foods mm-hmm. whether it's comedy whether it's music you know mm-hmm. everybody likes different things i tend to see you know the good things in a lot of different artistic things and culture and i consider food an artistic thing you mm-hmm. know especially um but yeah so some people just i mean even if and, and i i i watched a special of his on netflix not not the recent one but the, there was like one before that one and it it was it, it wasn't as good as Chappelle's show no though his last few specials on netflix just wasn't that good the first run because he had like three or four of them recently the first one was actually okay. It was, it was Chappelle, mm-hmm. and then everything after that just felt, I don't know, forced. Yeah, there there was one special that he did great with. Um, was it killing him softly? Yeah, yeah, that is it's hilarious. Hilarious, yeah. I mean, it, but I and I do I do think that some people don't really think too much about that stuff. They just they just go for the shock value. Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying? Yeah, and. They want to get that extra, you know, ex- extra attention, or whether it's good publicity or bad publicity. You know what I'm saying? Like people say, bad publicity is still good publicity. Right. But I, I don't know. It's just he Chappelle show was hilarious. I I love Chappelle show. It was classic, and it still is hilarious to this day. It's mm-hmm. not dated at yeah. all. Look, uh, I even the. The last, like, unreleased episodes after he left, those were still really fun, yeah, too. with uh, Charlie Murphy Charlie and... Donnell Williams. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Is that... it Donnell Williams, or... I probably just made a racist joke. Like, yeah, of course his last name's Williams. Um, <laughs> uh, I made a Jew joke and a, <laughs> and a black joke. I am on a good track record. And I just opened this. You haven't any Mexican jokes yet. I'm Mexican. What's going on here? <laughs> is your is your back wet? <laughs> that was only, only when I'm in the shower. <laughs> oh, and then the, another big thing that's in the news right now is the Astro World. We talked about that a little earlier, um, which is very 
unfortunate for, yeah. especially for the people that died for, for the crowd. And I, I, I'm sorry, but like people that say there's fifty thousand people in, in in the in the studio and people can't see it, he was right in the midst of it. He was on this weird podium thing in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. So and I mean I've never played to a crowd that big, so yet. Yet, but but <laughs> but still, like if you see people gathering around somebody that's falling down, whether you're a mile or whatever, you see something's going on and you stop the show. There's plenty of examples of people and musicians yep. stopping the show, making sure people are okay because Corey Taylor, mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. um, Billy Billy Joe, whatever his name is from uh, Green Day, constantly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really not that hard to, you no. know, because do you really have to be that oblivious? I mean. There are some performers that are that actually are performing, you know, like the Britney Spearses, you know, that yeah. actually have routines. So they're not really looking at the crowd. You can't really blame them there. Yeah. But for the singers and the rappers, the rappers who are like, you know, engaging with the audience, mm-hmm. you know, they're communicating yeah. with the audience. You are looking out. You you will see like a huddle of people, you know, and they're doing this thing, you know. Well, and, and the fact that he's had history. There's people literally posted like he had a manager that had a seizure and he just left them in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's that's proof that he does not care, like at at all. Yeah, and 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 like do do your thing, but like you gotta understand, like if you don't care about your audience, your audience will not care about you. And you're doing you're doing music for the audience because if you're doing it for yourself, you would not be performing in front of fifty thousand people. Give me one second. Because I'm, I can't look at you. <laughs> oh, that'll sound good on recording. There we go. Now I can actually look at my friend. Um, yeah, and another weird thing we talked about this earlier was who the fuck is Travis Scott? Yeah, no, I. You you said you knew him from one song. Yeah, I'm probably. Yeah, and from what I gathered, like Astro, Astro is it the festival Astro World. Mm-hmm. I guess he had a big album that had the same name or something, and that's. Why he has a festival? I just, I don't. I mean, I, I think this is because I'm, I'm, a, I'm an older person. But, um, he had that whole Fortnite concert too, appealing to all the kids. Oh yeah, that remember, was, you remember that? Yeah, like that's. Was that real? That was real. Yeah, you like could, he, he was in the game or something. I, or? I don't know. I, I never. I, I think it was just like it was just like. A character model that looked like him, and people could just run around and just listen to him do his oh, thing. Okay. Maybe he was giant. I think he was giant. He's a giant, like person's walking around this whole landscape thing. Mm-hmm. But still, like he he has a really good PR because they're getting him in McDonald's the McDonald's deals and fucking Fortnite. Oh, the Travis Scott meal. Or... Yeah. <sighs> but like then again, like how much how much music do people really like by him? To have a festival, nonetheless. Yeah. I mean. It's weird how many bands have festivals now. There, there was a Mayhem Festival, but that wasn't band-oriented. Um, uh, Shinedown had their own festival. It's Carnival of Madness, and I like Shinedown. I've only heard a couple songs by Shinedown. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> you know, to be, um, if you told me, like, what band do you think should have a festival? And the guy already did it. Ozzy. Yeah. You, you want to know why OzFest is a thing? Was a thing? Why is it? Because in the 90s... He was trying to get on Lollapalooza, and the people organizing Lollapalooza told them, "We don't want you. You're too old. We have new acts. We have new, still modern, cool, cool acts." Mm-hmm. And so his wife Sharon was like, "Okay, fuck you guys. We'll make our own festival." And 
they constantly had new 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 metal acts that Slipknot had their first sh- not their first show but their first big like show at Ozfest along with uh Static X, American Head Charge, uh Otep. I'm not big on Otep, but I never I mean Static X, I've only listened to a couple songs, but he he the lead vocalist died, didn't he? Yeah. Remember you were hanging with me and Zach when the news uh, I remember you were sitting on the couch, we were chilling. This was before we let you go. Um oof. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. That's gonna be an episode too. Zach will be sitting well or or we'll be at Zach's and we're gonna get to the nitty gritty on that. Even though I was also there, and <laughs> we, we talked a little bit about it before. Yeah. But. Um. Fuck. Yeah. So, what were we talking about? Sharon wanted. Uh, yeah. She. Yeah, she uh, so they got. They got new new acts. Like new acts yeah. constantly. Lincoln Park, especially. Um, fucking Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. So. So it's cool. It was cool that Travis Scott was able to have his own festival, but I'm I'm sorry. This like if there's another Astro World, I'm sorry. Who my, my, who's going to promote that? My my, pro- my problem with a lot of stuff nowadays is like the record labels are becoming more pushing people into becoming just like money machines, and like who like I don't know I don't know how he feels. I'm sure he would love to have his own festival, but like, does he really deserve to have his own festival? No. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he, he, he just came out. I'm sure there's millions of other rappers that people would definitely think deserve to have their own festival. Like, I, where, where's the where's the Wu Tang festival? I'm, I'm all, I would I would go to a Wu Tang festival. Yeah, I'm 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 sure there I'm sure there, there might be something that's akin to that, but like, I love Wu Tang. I love I love I'm but I'm an old school rap head. But and a lot of people don't really like old school people that much. But I like I like that chill the wu-tang uh rap i like the you cruise around mm-hmm. and you're just kind of it's almost like the start of the, like the lo-fi beats almost yeah. a little bit um yeah that kind of stuff uh kendrick sort of gets into that a little bit yeah um childish of course is I love childish game, yeah, oh yeah. yeah um because the internet i think i introduced you guys to you did yeah just the other day uh 3005 came on my shelf Sorry. Be right by your side till three thousand. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so moving on, I should have written down talking points. I oh, I, I got I got a good one for you. I I was watching your TikTok. Shout out your TikTok. Oh, uh, ALVU nineteen ninety three. I remembered it. <laughs> you want to see me not work at work? There you go. Um, you didn't like new Slipknot's album. You said it's more of the same. I think. No, the new song. This new, this new they're, song. They're, Slipknot has a new song called Chapel, Chapel Town Rag, something. I don't. It. Okay. So the Great Chapter came out, fucking eight years ago or so. I don't know, and it was okay. It most half of it was like really good, and then they released a single called All Out Life, which was dumb as hell, and then they released an album called We Are Not Your Kind. Two okay songs. I'm sorry. Slipknot is what got me in the metal. Mm-hmm. So I always will have a soft spot for Slipknot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, All Hope is Gone is my go-to. I mean, because that's what the the transition happened. Because I was a classic rock douchebag. 
Like I thought classic rock was the be all end all. I, I, I used I used to be like that with rap. I used mm-hmm. to not listen to rock and or, or anything else considering that. But um Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails got me into a downward oh, spiral. Yes. I'm not even kidding, like this the industrialness, the heaviness, the different subjects. I mean like I love I love rap music. I do. Mm-hmm. Um but like they don't but it's it's changing, but like a lot of rap music is touching on to more different emotions than mm-hmm. the same old egotistical stuff. I mean, but like now I genuinely love everything. I, yeah. I, I do. I do. I love everything. Like old old country. I love old country. I'm not a big fan of modern country, but there is a a country artist that's new that I think you would be okay with. His name is Sturgill Simpson. I think I was telling you about him last time. Um, but it's it it's not pop country. It's not you know Garth Brooks. It's not any of that shit. It's Genuine music. It, he has a song called "The Dead Don't Die," for it was for the movie called "The Dead Don't Die," which stars Tom Waits, Iggy Pop, uh, fucking uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren. Really? Uh, yeah, Kylo Ren, Bill Murray. What? Yeah, it's insane. Um, Is it good? It it was alright. Um, I saw I saw it with my friend Patrick, and we both kind of just lost our minds because what the fuck is this movie? It's very David Lynchian. So it's and, really like out there. It's really out there. Like, there's a part, spoiler alert, where at the end, this person turns out to be an alien, and they leave on a spaceship, and it has nothing to do with the plot at all. It just happens, and, like, the main characters are like, that happened. All right, so let's kill these zombies. Um, Have you watched, um, why can't fuck can't I think of his name? He was, he was the vocalist of Black Flag. Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. He's, he's been doing a lot of his own movie stuff. He was in uh, oh God, this one movie where he's like, he didn't die. He didn't die. Yes, that I watched. Movie is it a good movie? Is amazing movie. I didn't finish it. I got I got halfway through and I got busy with something else. But I mean, I, I was into it. I was I didn't not like I wasn't into it, but it, it's good. It's a slow burn. I think you probably remember that because the whole first half of that movie. Who was blowing up my phone? Um, someone's probably sending me dick pics on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> wow, you're sly. Um, but it's a, definitely a slow burn movie because it's Henry Rollins playing himself. Like, if it, if you go into a graphics card of a video game, not the graphics card, but you know, and you just adjust the settings and all that stuff, and you went to Henry Rollins, you're just like, be more depressing. Mm-hmm. That's him in that movie. He says some fucked up shit to his daughter. Yeah, I, I, I started, I watched that part where he um, actually got introduced. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the speaker turning off. We're professional. Here. Yeah. But I, I saw the part where his daughter actually got introduced, that so she finds him, and he, mm-hmm. she starts staying with him for a little bit. And that's that's around the time I, st- I, I got busy with doing something else. But it was, it was a good movie. Definitely start it over and watch it front to back. Because it, it ends, it's supposed to leave and lead into a TV show, but I think it got canceled. So it leaves on a cliffhanger that never gets resolved. He's also in a TV show that me and, me and my girlfriend, Gabby, um, were getting in. It's And it's not the best TV show ever, but if you want to just zone out and have a good time, Z Nation, five, okay. five seasons. I mean, it's it, it's made by the people that made Sharknado. So, mm-hmm. so people immediately like, oh, God. But it doesn't take itself seriously. Good. But it does have some serious, like, really good episodes. It has uh, the lady from Bernie Mac show. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, like she, she, and uh, Henry Rollins is in it for a little bit. 
I hate to, I hate to change the subject, but Bernie Mac was hilarious. He was hilarious. Oh yeah. I was really sad when he died. Yeah, it's his show was. I mean, his show was no, nothing anything new, but it was good. He was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And even the Steve Martin, I, Steve Martin, Steve Harvey yeah. show. Kings of Comedy, man. Oh yeah, um, uh, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, um, Bernie Mac. Yep. And uh, oh, I know that last guy. Uh, T, T something. Now I'm gonna look it up. Distract him. Okay. Um. But yeah, no, I loved. I grew up watching Bernie Mac show. I loved it. Yeah, I I loved the whole like he would talk to the camera. I just I thought that was super clever and super mm-hmm. hilarious. It brought you down to their level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's D L Hughley. Yeah, D L Hughley. Yep. He's he's alright too. Yeah, he didn't. He 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 really kind of just stopped doing stuff after a while. He had D.L. Hughley show for a little bit. But. What's with all these... Can they not come up with an original name for their shows? There's the Steve Harvey show. There's the Drew Carey show. Uh, there's the Bernie Mac show. I think I think they're really solidifying in that person's name. Yeah. They, they, they're they trying to draw them in there. Yeah, he had the show The Hughleys. Um, correspondent on the Jay Leno show. And in 2013, he was on ninth place in Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Um, good on you, dude. Um, yeah, do your thing. I mean, he's doing more than I'm doing. So. What music have you been jamming? I've been honestly listening to Stranger Fruit a lot. Oh, Zeal and Ardor. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, you put you put me onto that. It is so good. That music is a vibe. Yeah. It's it's just it's, you, you said you said it best in a text. It scratched an itch I didn't know needed to be scratched. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's it's dark, it's bleak, but there's there's something about it too that like, it's it's angry too. Mm-hmm. You can you can tell it's angry and and like the story behind it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the lead guy went on 4chan, which is 4chan crazy. You know everybody knows <laughs> what 4chan is. Is racist and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, and and uh, he he had, what was he asked. He, he asked, like, a forum... I'm, I'm paraphrasing, because I haven't seen this interview in a minute. Um, he asked this forum, like, I'm looking to combine genres. Uh, what would you guys suggest? And this one racist guy said, uh, you should combine N-word music mm-hmm. with black metal. Yeah. And so he read that as, like, slave music, as, yeah. like, slave chant music, combining that. With black metal, which mm-hmm. if you, you if you know anything about slave music, it's co- deeply connected to Christianity, yeah, and you know being free and love and all that stuff. So he circumvented that. I hope I use that word right. <laughs> he flipped it on its head, mm-hmm. and instead of like you know, you know, dear Lord save us, you know, stuff like that. That's really racist. No, no, like. But the, the thing the thing was, and I'm probably I'm not a history major. I'm not like I I, I do love history, mm-hmm. but the problem was a lot of people would use Christianity as another tool for slavery. Yep. They they would they would say like well, God wants you to here. Well, God God wants you here, and as long as you do your job and you be a good person, you're gonna go to heaven after after all this yep. slavery bullshit's happening to you. And they're they're using it, but like this this music really flips it on his head and mm-hmm. turns it into, you know, there's. God isn't here. You need to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you will die alone. Yep. And oh, so good. So oh, the the title track. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Built on ashes. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. 
alone, you are bound to die alone. That reminds me of um, Django Unchained. Oh yeah, for sure. Such a good movie. It's it's pretty much I think it's like a good it's like a revenge like if oh it's pure revenge it's it's a hundred percent revenge you know it's it's very Red Dead Redemption yeah oh, so good so good that 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 game is a movie have you played the sequel number two yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's. Uh. I, I got I got to the part where he started contracting a disease. Um, yeah, spoiler. It, 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 but. It, the game's been out for years. <laughs> if you get on us about that, I swear. Um, but that game is story-wise, that game is genius because it plants the seeds early on. Mm-hmm. You see him talking to the guy. He coughs on him, and at first you're just like, okay, that was weird. But then as the story progresses. You notice him start coughing. You hit Arthur Morgan, mm-hmm. start coughing a little bit, and you're like, "That's weird. Why did he have a coughing fit just now?" And then you see his face turning grayer, and you're like, "What? What?" And then you go to the doctor, and he's like, "Yeah, you have to. Uh, was it tuberculosis? Yep. Hey, you, you have a couple weeks." And he's because they didn't have anything back no. then. You're just like, "You're just gonna die." Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck." It's called. It's called. It was called consumption back in the day too. Yeah. Yeah. That. Say what you want about Rockstar, but they can craft a story, man. Even Bully was really good. Yeah, Bully was really good. For me, like the problem with my my only issue with Rockstar games is like I loved Grand Theft Autos. I loved the Grand Theft Auto games, but they were Night Tonight. Yeah, the definitive edition. Get on it. They they didn't. They were very jokey. You know what I'm saying? And the world was very jokey. And I just wanted something a little bit more serious, like. I don't. I don't know. I guess. I guess people playing video games to escape the seriousness of life, which I totally get. I totally get. But like, I know how good that they are at crafting stories. Yeah, I think you said you liked four the best because it was very serious, right? Um, I love San Andreas. San Andreas. San Andreas was it, it. San Andreas was jokey too. It like. But it was very. It wasn't jokey in the main story. It was very much like the the ten pennies. Not ten penny. Uh, who was the FBI guy? It was it was a, it was a crooked cop who was played by Samuel Jackson. No, I'm not talking about him. Yeah, Tenpenny. That shit was serious. Yeah, I'm talking about the FBI guy that. See, I'm I'm, I'm playing I'm playing replaying it over on my phone. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but, so you remember the? I beat I beat the game a million years ago, but um. So the, the, there's this guy. It has it definitely has jokey elements in it. Like I yeah. literally yeah I mean it. The truth. Yeah. But like Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption one and two were so serious. The only times you actually got joking shit was like conversations that you've had with people, random you, side things. Yeah, and, or you had like the advertisements in the in the in the newspaper. Undead Nightmare was kind of silly. Have you played that one? I did play that. That one was it was it was all right. But like I just got tired of like the whole like saving a saving a town. They got overrun with zombies, and you had to go all the way fucking back there, and then get them under. Our settlement needs help. Please yeah. help us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, you know, jumping onto that, man, we're all over the place. Um, it's the best, uh, the best thing, man. People can fall, Fallout. I could not get into Fallout. Fallout Four? Any of them? Really? I tried getting into Fallout Three. Yeah. Because that's everyone says like that's a great way, place to start. Either that or New Vegas or whatever. A, a lot of people will say New Vegas, but I think Three has the best story personally. And, and my thing is, I need a little of direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where, it's, yeah. Whereas it doesn't hold your hand. No, not at all. Mm. Skyrim, at least, gives you an idea. It's like 
you can meet me in this town if go, you want. If you want. Yes. Go or to, go to River Run. You're like, okay, I'll go to River Run, and then it's like you need to go to White Run, and you go to White Run, the big city, and then you yeah. start. Yeah, for and sure. And you start, and as you're doing it, just stuff opens up as you're doing yeah. it. Whereas, excuse me. <laughs> whereas with um, Fallout, they don't hold your hand. You, the whole first half was really en- engaging, and then the moment you leave the vault, yeah. You're 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 talking you're just, exactly how I felt when I first played it. Mm-hmm. I I got so overwhelmed with what I could do and what I couldn't do or whatever. They it, it didn't hold it didn't hold your hand at all. No, not at all. But um, I, it took me a couple of times to get into it. But once you did, they 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 tell you this kind of the same stuff that Sky, uh, Skyrim does, where it's just like you need to go to this this city. But like you could do just story missions, and they they'll lead you to it. But like yeah. the thing about that game is just like you're supposed to you're supposed to explore. Yeah, and 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 it, it's overwhelming because a lot of it just looks bland and the same. Yeah, and it is an it is an older game, but like I like the aesthetic of Fallout Three more than New Vegas, but I like New Vegas mechanics more than Fallout Three. Was uh, Fallout Three where it had the song that you were obsessed with? I don't mm-hmm. want to say that, that was in, that was in the trailer. Yeah, it was just like you see this old burnt out bus and they just keep zooming out. Yeah, I miss when trailers made me hype. Yeah, because oh. I don't know if we ever talked about Marvel movies. Did we ever talk about Marvel movies? I, I don't know. You're probably not going to like what I'm going to say, though. No, we're probably going to have a similar opinion. I don't care for superhero stuff. My my issue with it, like... It's it's fine. Like, it, they're good. I, I, watched, I watched most of them. I watched, I watched Iron Man 1. I watched Iron Man 2. I watched Thor. I watched... I didn't watch The Dark World. My, my issue with the Marvel movies, for the most part, except for, except for Endgame... Uh, keep talking for a minute. Except for Endgame, like Endgame, Endgame actually ended on a bad note. Which that, that, was, that was Infinity War. It was Infinity War. Yeah, yeah Endgame was the. It was the, the, was the finale. Yeah. No, which, I agree. Infinity War was great because like it left you like, what the oh, fuck just happened? Yeah. And yeah, you're gonna like, make us wait. Yeah, because you actually flipped your formula. Yeah, exactly. And then what did they do? They just went right back to the formula. It was Empire Strikes Back, and if you don't like Star Wars, I'm sorry, but like it's it's I love Star Wars, Star Wars four, five, and six. Empire Strikes Back was the best. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But Empire Strikes Back was the best because it ends on a bad note. Yeah, it, it ends. On it a, leaves you wanting like yeah, you, it you want the resolution, but. It's not going to give it to you. Well, and, and a lot of things I didn't know I cared until you got to the end. Like the, the the whole movie's great. Like there's so much stuff happening. Like, it, it, but like at the end you're like, wait, what? I want to know what's, what's going to happen. I care. I care about these characters. Mm-hmm. You start realizing you care about these characters. Yeah. It was just like that in the beginning of Game of Thrones when they actually had good seasons. <laughs> but well, that's a whole. <laughs> there's this other podcast I follow um, called Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski. They're hilarious. Um, but they have this bit that's running on where every week they're like, yo, we discovered this new show that nobody's talking about. It's called uh, Game of Thrones. And, <laughs> and like so far it's really good. I don't know why anyone's talking about it anymore. It, there's absolutely no way that it'll end on a really bad note and just sour the entire show. And every, ep- every podcast episode they're just like, yeah, this person showed up in the show. I hope they don't die randomly. I hope they don't destroy their character in the last few episodes yeah and if you haven't watched it the best advice i'll say is do not get attached to any character and that's why i did in the first season yeah sean penn's character yeah same here dude sean i was like same here. i like that yeah. king. Yeah. i hope he 
Yeah. Oh, he died. Because he's like he's like he's a very like virtuous person in this world. That's shit. Like real like real life. Very a person that you can respect the, their morals and the person that's a good person inside and out. Right. You know, but then something bad happens to him, and you're like, what? And then this is continually bad happens. Like, but the 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 characters are so good in the in the first like five six seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, like the like the the bad characters you you hate them. But yeah. but like except for one character Joffrey, oh, but, mm-hmm. but yeah but so everyone he, hates yeah him. He, he but he was the actor that did that, that played him was did so well you hated him mm-hmm. you fucking hated him that was one thing that someone pointed out about uh, Breaking Bad oh, I love Breaking um, Bad they pointed out because uh, Skyler mm-hmm. for a second I thought you were peeing another <laughs> um, Skyler the wife yeah because everyone hated her too mm-hmm. but I, I read a comment that summed it up beautifully it's like well if you hate her she's doing her job mm-hmm. and that really opened my mind i was like see for if, me if, if they're that that's so true because joffrey that's a good good writing mm-hmm. good performing and just good everything like and then when you got the spoiler alert for the show that's been around for probably 10 years now um when he finally fucking dies mm-hmm. you you literally stand up and you're like yes mm-hmm. For Fuck me, you. I was pissed because his death was was weak, in like a minute or two. Personally, like yeah, I, and it was poison, so it was kind of a pussy. Yeah, it was a it was a pussy way out, but I, I, I guess the the whole ends justify the means kind of thing. Well, also there was like no real way to do it. Yeah, because you know he was surrounded. Um, but they have magic, man. They have dragons. They have these literally this shadow person <laughs> comes out of this woman's hooch hooha to go murder people. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but what's sad for me is I, I'm I I told you this I still have not seen the last season. It's been spoiled for me. Good, good don't don't just want, don't do it. Don't do it, man. It's not worth it. It's just like you could tell the writers and the director were really in the a books hurry. weren't even done. No, they're they're, they're still not done. <laughs> like the, the, the final I like ones. to imagine like what's his name? Uh, uh, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Like I, apparently he does the the. Peck and paw technique when mm. typing, so it's. <laughs> I, he does it on an old typewriter. <laughs> he's he's just so enthralled with his uh, sense of celebrity now. Like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't really he's he's gonna take his he's gonna take a slow ass time with that. But now they're coming up with like prequels and, but like the the, the time when Game of Thrones is done, they should have jumped on this shit when, they should they should have had an audience say like, hey, this shit's kind of fucked. Yeah, but and like, they okay. should have just waited because yeah. I think they they rushed into it. Thinking, oh well, we have to get the show out. No, you don't. I heard the directors really rushed it to because they were they got chosen for the star like a Star Wars movie, the direct the Star Wars movie. Yep, it was Star Wars. Yeah, and, and I think it was Rogue One. Rogue One was fantastic. I don't know if they directed Rogue One or not, but Rogue One was the only one of the new Star Wars movies that I absolutely fucking adored. I absolutely it was perfect. It was great. It was it was ama- it was amazing. It w- and the fact that it led yeah. straight into a new home. Yep. Just straight in the CGI on Carrie Fisher was a little weird, yeah. But yeah, but like, mm. and, but, I, but, I, and I'm not even that like top echelon fan of mm-hmm. Star Wars, but I got chills when you know you saw Darth Vader yeah. do the thing in the and dark it, in the dark hallway. It's like, yeah, sh- like, oh fuck, and yeah. then just yeah. full circle. You could literally start a new hope and just mm. continue. It, it was per- it was 
And the thing is, is like, ch- do you see the chills? Yeah, dude. I have fucking chills. Because it's great because it's like, it's, it, it does a really good like drawn out thing because it's like the people, the soldiers are getting ready for it and they're like lining up because they know the people are attached to it. And it's one guy. And this is one guy and just, they're just sitting there for like a minute. It's like a minute. It feels like a long ass minute, like five mm-hmm. minutes. And then you just see like a red light saber. It's like, oh shit, that's him. That's fucking Darth Vader. Should we, should, I, this isn't going to work. I <laughs> yeah, the St- Star Wars, I mean, the new the new stuff is just like recycled and Disney owns it, so they're gonna make it really friendly, child friendly, and it's just well, not so much child friendly, but just like I think the most they'll ever go is PG thirteen. Yeah, I don't, has Disney done like an R rated movie lately? Dead, Deadpool, technically, technically, but Deadpool owns a subsidiary that made that made Deadpool. Deadpool, I think, is owned by Sony. Deadpool was made by Miramax, which is they're they're I mean they're technically a Disney character. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, Disney is like, Deadpool is one of the highest owned, uh, one of the highest. Was I think he's the yeah. high, is the highest R rated movie that's ever made money. Yeah, and then after that, which kind of sucks, is a lot of superhero movies now have to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's I, there's nothing wrong with being funny, but it takes the takes the seriousness out of it entirely. Well, it takes the character. I mean, for me, I just oh, back onto the Marvel thing. I was going to say, uh, my point was, it's too predictable. Yeah. It's, you, you know... It's the same shit over and over you again. You know Spidey is going to make it at the end. Yeah. You know Iron Man is going to get a suit, mm-hmm. kick ass at the end, and everything's going to be okay. They'll, they'll tease something for another movie, and they, then... They always, they always do, like... They, it's, like the first, they, they always make a billion movies of them, like millions of sequels, where it's like the first movie, like they show you, and he's really kicking ass and doing a good job. In the second movie, he starts getting like really weak, and he can't. He really... has to train again. Yeah, and it's just like you know he's not. He's gonna. He's gonna do a good job. Like I'm. I'm not a fan of this like superhero stuff. Like I'm. I'm even, ready to move on. Even the Nolan Batman trilogy did that with the uh, yeah dark, dark was it Dark Knight Rises? That was the third one. Yeah, dark pe- people. I will say this. I loved the the trilogy, but I didn't like the first movie. Was like mad to me, but like Dark Knight was amazing. I mean, I'd want to meet somebody. That, you oh, know, yeah. what I'm saying the Dark Knight wasn't great. Dark Knight Rises. I can see both sides. Like, I think it's ridiculous just because I, I the main character that, that Matt Hardy plays is just so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> or perhaps you're wondering why you shoot him in for throwing him off of a pole. You do it, you do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps you're wondering why you shoot him in for throwing him off of a plane. You were merely molded by the TikTok. <laughs> I was born in it. Raised in it. <laughs> he, he, he essentially became a meme and he, he hated it, like, for the longest time. But he, he knows that the the voice that he chose for that was weird because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a a, a luchador a Mexican luchador character yeah and he, the original like nineties uh, Bane was the comics was was a Mexican luchador yeah and he and he got he got he injected himself with venom which is some weird chemical and I'm not even big su- I'm not I I don't like I mean I just superheroes is just not my thing like everyone has their thing and I'm not doubt I'm not dissing anybody that likes superhero stuff right. It's just not my thing. Like, I'm not into people standing in front of green screens acting like they're shooting beams out of their hands. Right. Then again, people can say that about about Star Wars and sci-fi stuff, which is fine. But you, like, you can say that about anything. Yeah. Like, you can say that Clerks is stupid because it's two guys in a store talking about blowjobs. I love Clerks. Oh, an awkward moment. I watched Clerks with my ex's mom. Did you? Really? Yeah. <laughs> she had never seen it. Whoa. And she walked in. I started watching it. and They were talking about Snowball or whatever. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it didn't get to any of that raunchy stuff yet, but I immediately was like, 
she sat down and started watching it with me and I'm like, okay, so just so you know, this movie's pretty raunchy. Yeah. And she goes, okay, I mean, I don't give a shit. And immediately, right after I said that, was the whole 37 dicks bit Mm -hmm. and snowball and it's like, you said you didn't sleep around with anyone. Yeah, I just blew them. It's like, it's like, I'm just sitting there uncomfortable because she slept with 30, 37 guys in a row. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just like stuff that is more relatable. We don't have superheroes in life. Sci-fi is a possible thing because we can potentially have that technology eventually. We're not going to see people running around flying, shooting beams no. out of their eyes. This, this is just me personally saying my opinion and I know a lot of people in this world like hence by the box offices people love that shit I'm just not a big fan of it I don't I'm not into people pretending to shoot beams I, I mean Harry Potter was fine I'm just not into Harry Potter as much as people are either I like I like movies that really embrace their environment where with Harry Potter you know it's going to be witchcraft you know yeah. it's going to be spellbinding you know it's going to be you have to suspend your beliefs like, okay, they're in that world. Yeah. The thing with Marvel movies is they want you to believe, oh, we're in the real world. Yeah. Where a guy in a terrorist bunker being held prisoner can build a super suit with junk. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Come on. Like, it's like, is it impossible? I mean, I'm sure there's a 0.03% chance maybe, mm-hmm. but... Also, uh, there's there's both sides to the argument because you want to go to a movie and have fun. And those yeah. movies are fun. Yeah, they are fun, yeah. But are you going to go home and think about it like the next week? We talked about Joker in the last uh, mm-hmm. episode that you and I were on. But that was still in an element of reality. That That was one of the most real superhero movies that I've seen. Because it's, it's like there's no... There's no special effects. You know what I'm saying? If, no... if it wasn't even called Joker and it no. was just about some guy losing his mind, yeah. people would think it was the greatest movie ever yeah. written. It, it would... It's about it's about mental illness and how this, this person... They're, built, cause they're making a second one, aren't they? Yeah, they're teasing it. Yeah. I, I, I honestly hope they're not. Yeah. Because Joker was perfect as it is. Just leave it as it is. Don't lead into any Batman shit. Like, I love Joe Quinn. Mm. I call him Joe Quinn. Uh, <laughs> my ex got me onto that. It's hilarious. Um, Joe Quinn Phoenix. He's, his performance is perfect in it. But it's one of those movies. Just leave it be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you want to make a sequel that's connecting to it, fine. Don't have it be, like, just trying to bleed the themes onto a second sequel and just trying to expand on it. Because it's it's not good. it's going to be disheartened. Yeah, they're going to be a little bit more wacky with it. They're yeah. going to be like, well, he's going to fall into a pit, and then he's going to get the scars, and he's going <laughs> to he's going to be like, but like the first one was just a great great origin story. It was a great. Mm-hmm. It was just like, and and the the scary thing is that people don't want to talk about it is it was relatable. Yeah, that it, that that was the scary thing. That's why people don't want to. That's people why people don't want to like it. Yeah, because they don't want to relate to somebody with a mental illness. And I'm sorry, but like. Most people on this earth have a mental illness. And I don't want to... I listen to our podcast, and I don't want to retread, but, like, we live in a society society. (laughs) that, like, doesn't really support anybody. It it does. There is support groups. There is help if you need help. You know, of course, you know, you know, just, you know, if you need help, talk to people. You know, there is resources out there. But on the flip side... 
it's not as available as just me saying there is help available. Yeah. It's like that he was looking for help. He had help. Mm-hmm. He had a therapist. He had medication. And then what happened? Oh, the funding got cut. Yeah. So you're in what was the answer? You're kind of on your own. Yeah. And unfortunately that's a, that's a reality. Yep. That is a reality. And that's, that's a scary reality. And people don't think people don't want to like it because it showcases the bad side. Like if you is one of the bad sides if you have a mental illness that you don't want to do and you do not want to go down that step. Mm-hmm. You need to get help. 100% get help. Yeah. There's there's tons of there's so many resources and a lot of people just feel very they they, they feel shy or they just, they feel weak mm-hmm. talking about getting help and it's it's an imperative thing to get help. Yeah. If, and if if you feel a certain way, get help. It doesn't matter. Like talk to anybody. Yeah. Like if your family's not supportive, talk to your friends. If your friends yeah. aren't supportive, talk to the fucking gas station clerk. If your like, friends aren't supportive, you need to get new friends. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. Fucking, you know, don't give up. If if it feels like there's nobody around, you know, I hate it's as it's easier said than done. Yeah, absolutely. But look, if there's even like, like I said, if the, if the gas station clerk is somewhat nice to you, like, hey man, I'm having a rough time. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea what I can do? Like, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, a lot of the times, like for me, I had to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And you you have to hit rock bottom, and the only way to hit rock bottom is you. You need to get help, and you need to see what, what circumstances you're in, because then you see like, wow, I'm really not doing good, mm-hmm. and I'm doing a lot better than I used to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it, you people have to hit rock bottom, and it's it's an unfortunate thing, but you need to hit rock bottom, whether it's whether it's people being addicted to drugs or alcohol or anything else. Like you need to hit rock bottom. Like once you hit it, then you can see there's only there's only one way from a rock bottom, and that's going back up. Yep, and. Not to get too personal, but I'm going through that right now. I'm going through, I went through a breakup and I'm still dealing with it. I'm still mentally trying to get back into reality and I'm still not 100% there. Yeah. I feel... Well, you spent spent years on this relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to get too much into it. And I, you know, I went, I moved and... It didn't work out. They ended it. And I had to come right back. And not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Because my friends were very supportive. And they welcomed me back. You were one of them. Thank you. <laughs> and it stuff like that, like, you, it takes a long time to recover. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as just asking your friends to you know, be patient with you, asking them for help. Um, even just talking and hanging out just with them. talking yeah. this right here yeah like this is healing me right now just because we're shooting the shit it's not too not too serious mm-hmm. you're letting me hit your vape which it's bad yeah. don't 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 do this don't, don't do this don't drink alcohol i normally drink beer but i mean alcohol's alcohol to me poisonly but. yeah and this is just to keep the comedy coming keep the keep the party going yeah no, and and I mean it, it is it is uh, November, which is man, a man's health month, and a lot of men are afraid to talk about their mental feelings because men are supposed to be strong. That's just how either we feel or how society treats us. I'm I'm looking for a psychologist right now because mm-hmm. I I was telling you earlier I think I'm autistic, 
and you know I took the this online test that tells me it the test tells me I'm autistic it's not an official thing but it answered a lot of my questions and I want to find a psychologist to help me with a lot of the grief that I'm dealing with and stuff but I, I found this one number tried calling them this morning and then I hung up because I didn't know what to tell them because all I have is I don't feel it right and a lot of times they like well what's I I called someone in in Indiana and the first thing they said was well why are you need a psychologist yeah um because uh <laughs> it was like a minute of me like uh well I eat a lot and I feel bad and they're like well okay um well, there's, we don't really have any resources here for you. I guess Indiana is like one of the worst states to try to get a psychologist or a therapist in. So, like, I'm currently just trying, and it's it's hard. And this got real, really quick. Um, I don't know, man. But but the fa- the fact that you're you did what you did, which is move to a new state for something that takes balls. A lot of people wouldn't even want to do that. Yeah. And I mean, the, you you need to acknowledge what you did in a like you need to acknowledge what you what you did for in your life to change, to try to make this person good. You need to acknowledge that. I tried, and you know, for I'm not gonna trash them because you know it. I tried, I tried, and it didn't work out. Yeah, and you know, I still, for the record. I still wish them the best, and you know, I I don't want any ill will towards them at all. It just it just sucks because it every my whole world flipped on a dime. Yeah. And like two weeks after that, I moved back home, and luckily the company I worked for, you know, let me transfer back, and so and my and my parents let me move back home, so I'm getting back to where I am. But. You know, even then, even now, like, I don't feel right. It's yeah. weird. Like, well, you, you lost, I mean, you lost a part. Yeah. A big part of your life mm-hmm. at that point. So you are dealing with loss. We were, we were long distance for two years. We talked on the phone every night. We fell asleep on the phone every night. And to have that just completely gone. It's a huge change. Yeah, because the, the last year I finally moved in, and something wasn't right from the get-go. And we both, I guess, were just on different islands, and yeah. it just didn't work out. That's me putting it very nicely and plainly. Um, but I'm back home, and the thing I'm happy about is now I can get back to music. I can get back to podcasting. Uh, we have been talking about possibly starting our own podcast um that's we're, we're still in the planning stages figuring out what exactly we want to do it'd probably be more of this so if you like this uh download the episode on on whatever streaming app and uh listen to it a hell of a lot yeah because i don't know man it's life, you, is, life is weird yeah life is very weird but that's that but the fact that we can we we can deal with all this. Like animals, they don't they don't deal with they don't. It's just like you live or die. Yep. We we deal we deal with things that are more based on emotional stuff, and that's like that's what music is for me. Music is a very 
that's why I love music and I love all genres of music. Like you have you have your rapper, you just wanna you wanna listen to something, you just wanna vibe with it or mm-hmm. I mean but then now they have so many different genres of rap where you can be you can be sad and listen to rap. You know what I'm saying? They you can like like Juice World and you got Extension, Rest in Peace plus both of them. But I mean the they music is evolving and it's evolving to to emotional taste and Okay. Don't be don't be afraid to listen to like angry stuff. Don't be afraid to listen to angry stuff. I'm I'm one of those people that embraces feeling sad, mm-hmm. feeling angry. If I'm if I'm feeling very down, I will listen to sad songs yeah. that make me cry. I will listen to Black by Pearl Jam. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And <laughs> that's a throw that's a throwback to my friends. You know, all of us mm-hmm. singing Black. And Jeremy, oh my God. and in my apartment, we, we were in the middle of the fucking, yes, we, <laughs> um, one of our good friends. I'm not gonna name him just in case. Um, he got that. He got really fucking drunk, and we had to try to sober him up. Remember that? Was, was that was that double A? Yeah, double A. <laughs> I dude, I t- I totally forgot about that until you said that. Oh, because um, our other friend, I'm I'm omitting names just in case. Yeah. Um, we don't want to. We don't uh, want to bring people. It was, it was four of us. One friend went home, and the other guy was too fucked up. And so we we're like, our genius fucking heads were like, we got so let's get him fucking McDonald's. <laughs> so what do we do? We get him like a steak, egg, and cheese sandwich. Dude, I totally remember this. Holy shit! He's like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. <laughs> and we're like, we can't just drop you off. You're fucked up. <laughs> Your parents would kill us. And then we get him the sandwich. He throws up outside my car, my 99 Mercury. Holy shit. I remember all this fucking shit. Did you remember what you were, you were saying? We should have took him to the hospital. Yeah. You remember that? And you were like, I was like, no, he's just really fucked up. He's fine. Yeah, I thought he had alcohol poisoning personally. But but he, he woke up the next day. He's like, I'm fine. I feel great. You know, he didn't remember anything from that, that night. But, but. I remember that night because um, we took him back to my place. Because uh, I, I couldn't lift him. Because mm-hmm. this, this, none of this is muscle. This is. You, no, you, you transport is, people in a this hospital. Is, this, is, this, is, this is barely any muscle. I can, <laughs> I can barely move anything. But. So I needed your help getting him into my bed. We took off all the sheets because I didn't want him puking on my bed. Yeah, that's fair. That's and then I, I ran you back home. Yeah. I come back and. <laughs> and he's like halfway to the bathroom. He's like on the floor, just half asleep. And I'm like. Bro, wake up, wake up, just, and like, I tried to heave him up, I got him back to the bed, I sleep on my, I sleep on the couch, at about 6.30 in the morning, my mom comes into the living room, and she's like, why are you sleeping on the couch, and I go, my friend is passed out drunk in my bed, and God bless you, mom, she just goes, oh, okay. We're fresh out of high school, so she's like, "Okay, you guys are old enough. Do whatever you gotta do." Yeah. He comes out. His hair is a fucking mess. There's some puke still in his hair, and he goes, "Why did I wake up in your bed?" And I go, "You were too fucked up. Take a shower. I'll take you home." <laughs> and I was like, I was trying to think of excuses for him to tell his parents to say you got really sick, you passed out, you know, you don't have to say anything, and. I don't know what he said, but yeah, I took him home. He was chill. Yeah. I love stories like that. Me too. I will say this. I stopped talking to him after the whole band thing went because he was, for me, in my mind, he was more friends with you and Zach. Right. And me. He asked about you 
like a lot. He was like, "Why did he block me? I liked him." I didn't block. I didn't block anybody. I just unfollowed, so I didn't have to see anything. I'm telling you, you know who you are. Yeah. Message him. I love you, man. I love you. This okay? is nothing but love. No, I just, I just, I just unfollow, unfollowed you. I unfollowed Alex. I unfollowed Zach at the at the time because I'm. I don't know if everybody knows this, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty petty. Do you hold grudges? I, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I... Who said I didn't hold grudges? I hold grudges. <laughs> I definitely hold grudges, but time really does get get rid of it. And then you start seeing, like, the basics. Like, the, the, the biggest thing for me missing about hanging out with you guys is hanging out with you guys and being around friends. Which is why I hope stuff like this really kickstarts it. Yeah. And just... We can all hang out again. Cause I love I love playing music. I do like that. That I still I still brag to to every everybody that doesn't care. I don't give a fuck. I still brag. I say, check out the show that we played. And I, I, show, <laughs> I show them the loft show and like the homegrown throwdown. Yeah, oh, so good. That was a good show. That was the best show I think we, I've ever I've personally ever played. The the video is intense. Yeah, we had a crowd. I remember. I, I think we talked about this. I won't try it on too long. But I just remember us showing up and like. Holy shit! There's actually a crowd here. Yeah, because we played. We've played multiple times. Have you told the story of uh, Munith? Oh yeah. Okay. It's yeah. a bad, bad gig story. Yeah. Oh yep. yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking. Um. I just remember that was like one of the only times we did a huddle. We're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta say something, guys. Um. We played to like two people, a family and their kids. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the homegrown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The homegrown. Um. Like, it was a packed show. Yep. We actually did a huddle, and we're like, okay, we actually have a fucking crowd. Um, let's just fucking bring it. High energy. Let's just fucking do it. The only downside to that show is Hey Man, Nice Shot. Because they, they made us do a cover, and that was the only one we settled on. And That one wasn't in the video, was it? No. Yeah. That wasn't. I, I, it, was, it wasn't bad, but, like, I tried to get the crowd to sing along because, like, yeah, you guys know the song. And the air crowd was just like, eh. Yeah. No, we don't know the song. Like, it's a good song. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. That was a good show. I lo- I love that show. I still have memories of that. I mean, I have memories. Have you ever told the stories of Deep Deep Pink Studio? Mm, I don't know if we talked about it on the last episode, but go ahead. Oh man. So that was this was our first uh record actual like recording, right? Is it's your first and only recording with Faltered Step? No, I recorded in um that one homeless place where they recorded Remember that it didn't pan out though yeah but they sent you all the individual tracks and you mixed them together i tried but they didn't even send me all the tracks are you serious yeah because I, I went through them the other day and there was shit missing because we did vocals too and none of it's there like it, there's like half of zach's guitar your drums are all there but was, that was so this place <laughs> side note this place <laughs> offered like hey uh if you answer this ad like today we will offer you like recording for like a day, and we were like, "Hey, we're answering this ad." And we recorded an early version of Bongo. Mm-hmm. We did Reflections. Uh, there was probably a third one, but I think we only did Bongo and Reflections. And we sounded good. We were vibing with them, and those motherfuckers just left us hanging. Yeah, they didn't say anything. But then after like you, you tried to hit them up for like weeks. Yeah, I did. Uh, Zach did. And I think Zach got a response. That's something we're going to have to ask him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Zach got a response, and it was just like, oh, yeah, that's done. I, he, he remembers. I'm sure he does. He, he was really annoyed by that, too, because 
we spent a lot of time there, and yeah. we were vibing them with them too. They were really friendly, they were really cool people. Yeah, they were, but that show was just like it was like a, it was a homeless benefit, which I'm totally down for playing. But like the crowd, like we played towards the end of the night, and there was like barely anybody there. We were cold. They didn't have any heating in in this warehouse, so we were freezing. I I, I was fine because I played drums. Yeah, so you're sweating. You're yeah. I was I was doing fine, but there's video of us playing. Zach's in the far corner. He has his coat on. You see me. I have my, like, I'm layered up. Our singer at the time. Aaron. Aaron, yeah. Yeah. He he had his coat on, so he's trying to bounce around. So he's, like, sweating in his coat. Mm -hmm. But then he stopped for, like, two seconds, and he's like, all right, I'm cold again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Aaron was a good. He was was good. He just, um, it's important if you're having your own show, you need to understand what people's boundaries are. And yeah. you need to see if that meshes with your boundaries for the band. Right. And he was just not, he, he just didn't want to meet us on some of the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just, it really didn't, it just didn't, it didn't work really because, I, this, this sounds so childish, but we swear in our music. Like that, and for me, I've always felt like, yeah, people swear that it's an important thing to understand. Like not everybody swears, I guess. So people have that, that mentality to not. To not swear, but I'm a human being, and if I stub my toe, I'm gonna fucking swear. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how it is, and that's part of the emotions of, of us. Fun. He, he okay. didn't want to swear. He didn't want to swear at all. And that's his prerogative. And yeah. That's perfectly fine. But we were it just like, didn't hey, mesh with us. We have a song called. The title is called. It's called Internal Bleeding Fucker, and then you die. Yeah. That's the full title. It's called Internal Bleeding Fucker, and then you die. Yep. Because you got it from uh, movie Super with uh, Rain Wilson. And uh, what's his name now? Um, he was in Juno. Did he change his name to? Uh... Yeah, it, he he he's a he's a he's a he's a trans person. He, yeah. he transitioned from uh, female to male. Page, Ellen Page. Yeah, Ellen Page. But now it's I don't I don't know. I have no idea. But it's uh, but 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 he's a he's a he's a male now. So I don't want to be any any disrespect. But I just don't know yeah. her name at the point. Yeah. But yeah, no, he he transitioned to that and. And that is what he said in the movie. He's like, it's called, like, I think they killed somebody. He ran someone over with a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, ah, fuck. And I, I tried putting the audio of that on the song and it just didn't work out. Yeah. But like, she's like, internal, he's, it's internal bleeding, fucker. And then you die. And like, fun fact, if you listen to that audio by itself, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's like, it takes the humor completely out of it. Um, but yeah, fun fact. Um, I just got the shirt. I don't know if you recognize Cactus, Cactus Jack, Jack, Dude Love, Mankind, yep. Mick Foley. Mick Foley, the man from Man with a Plan. Doesn't believe in swearing. Really? Doesn't believe in swearing. Good for him. If you watch any podcast or interview, he does not swear. I most think he says hard, like hell. Most hardcore motherfucker in the world. Doesn't fucking swear. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that's... Norm MacDonald, towards the end, I, I watched... Uh, him do the uh, comedians and cars were getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how there was like dirty comedians and clean comedians, and how he was appreciating more of the clean comedians, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, that's 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 your own prerogative, but like that wasn't what we were trying to portray. We're trying to portray like a metal show, a metal show, like and metal people don't say hell, mm-hmm. heck instead of hell, or and they don't say frick instead of fuck. What what is it? It's called, yeah, because he tried saying, it's called internal bleeding, sucker. Yeah. And then you die, and I'm like, that completely just, it sounds like a cartoon. It, it does, it, it just, and he's a, he's a really religious guy. He's, he's religious, but I also want to stress, 
He is a good dude. Yeah, he's he a really a, good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. He is a great performer. Yeah, but little things like that kind of just really kill it. Yeah, and at least he had the niceness that we actually got rid of him in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlike some people. <laughs> Next episode. We'll, 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 I told you the, the reason behind that. We didn't want to do with the awkward like, all right, let's go to Subway and like, hey, it's not working out. Okay, and then we have to drive you back home. Yeah, like, you gotta admit that would have been awkward. I get it. I, I knew there was something up when you. Guys we should have like, done at least a phone call or something. I would have. I mean, I I personally would appreciate it like being in person. Because, I mean, I spent a long time, like, I don't want to, like, be the person that, like, is being very presumptuous. But, like, I kind of helped with, with songs, too. You did. You know what I'm saying? Your and, input, with like, one thing that... Bongo, internal one, bleeding. One thing about that era of Faltered Step that was really good, and I think we still sort of do it, is it's very diplomatic. It was very diplomatic. Like, if someone didn't like something... We tried to make it to where we were all happy. With and that's that's what I loved about being in the band. Like you guys were very open to listening to input. Oh yeah. And very and you guys weren't scared to say we, we don't think this works. Yeah. And we were adult enough to not let that our egos get in the way for that. Yeah. And that was very that's very important for bit with being in a band. Like you need to not let your egos in there. Like they're not dissing you. No. They're trying to like we're all trying to paint a picture. It's like you're painting a canvas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And everyone's trying to paint a little bit and people aren't trying to insult you. They're just trying to make the canvas, the picture better. Yeah. And that's one thing an artist in a band should always do. And that's what like bands like Pink Floyd always did. Whatever benefits the song. Yeah, exactly. And we were always about that. Does it make the song sound better or does it make you feel better? Yeah. Because if it makes you feel better, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't make us all feel better and it doesn't make the song sound better, then it's not really working. Well, this is not, it's just like, that completely takes away from the point of being in a band. It's a group right. effort. Like, we're not doing the Roger Waters, uh, Roger Roger Waters project. Oh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Pink Floyd. It's, yeah. every, it's everybody. Yeah, that's why the, the whole middle era of Pink Floyd from Dark Side all the way through, not so much the wall, but like Dark Side through like Animals, it was very much a band effort. Not even animals, because Roger took over there too. But still, it was very much everyone putting in their ideas, sharing, and doing all that stuff. And you know, the moment one person starts taking a little control, that's where the scene starts to cut. And that's that's I feel like that's a big problem with a lot of the the bands nowadays. It's like we I get it. Like the front man is the front man. Like they're 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 the they're the face the of Trent the band. Reznor, yeah, yeah. They're 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 there. Like they're they're in it. Like it definitely helps helps them get their publicity out and like the the efforts of whatever they're trying to do personally. But like it's a band effort. Mm-hmm. It's but like Nine, Nine Inch Nails was like primarily Trent. It was Trent and actually um, for a little while Atticus the, or something. Was Atticus? Atticus is now. He's okay. a collaborator. But in the beginning, it was the singer the singer and the main guy from Filter. In the very beginning, first... I, the first the first album was entirely Trent, except yeah. for like a couple bass lines or something. Um, but for the live shows, he recruited Richard Patrick. for, And they were pretty much a unit. And he, he left because he wanted to do Filter. And, you know, props to him. He wanted to be his own front man. Yeah. Um, and he, he came up, I mean, I, I never, I've never listened to too much Filter, but I've only heard Hey Man, One Shot, and that song kicks ass. No, you got, there's a, a couple really good choice tunes. Uh, Welcome to the Fold 
it's hard rock, but it's fun. Um, what was the, it? What's your least favorite? Uh, sorry to jump the gun here. But what's your least favorite Nine Inch Nails album Al- or, or song? So, so, either, either or. I'll, <laughs> I'll take either or because I, I have one in, my, in me. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get hate from it, but I mean, I mean, there's songs I don't know, but uh, if we're doing like an easy one, I don't, I really, I, I don't really have like a song that's least favorite. There's songs I skip. But that's that's every band. Like mm-hmm. I, I could I can't say like I fucking hate that song. But Jess will tell you can do most of their albums straight through, right? Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a huge Jeff Will fan, just in case you don't know. Okay, so first album, this was. It's a blues rock album. It's alright. I can listen to it all the way through. Uh, second one, stand up. It introduces Martin Barr as a guitarist. My favorite Jeff Rotol album. Perfection. Third one. Benefit. Fantastic album. Fourth one. Aqualung. Mm. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, it, it goes straight into a fucking thick as a brick. Yeah, thick as a brick, yeah. Mm. 40 mm-hmm. minutes of. Mwah. After that, they do another 40 minute song, Passion Play. Mwah. You go in, and then from there, you do a, a War Child. It's weird, but it's fun still. Minstrel in the Gallery. Mm. Uh, fucking. After that, uh, Too Old to Rock and Roll. Eh, I can listen to it front to back, but not my favorite. Uh, after that, uh, then you get into the folk rock trilogy of Songs for the Wood, Songs from the Wood, I'm a little buzzed, Songs from the Wood, Heavy Horses, and Stormwatch. All solid fucking albums. The, like, the, the whole 70s output of Jethro Tull. Did they throw play a, mandolin on it? What? Did they play mandolin on it? They play mandolin on every album. <laughs> but pretty much. Kick ass. Anything from like 69 to like 79 is solid. Even uh, the A album. I'm going on a tangent. You started it. It's all your fault. I'm having another drink. Do it, bro. Do it. The A album. Solid album. All right. Here's where we get a little... They uh, Then after that, they do um, uh, Lap of Luxury. No live drums. It's electronic drums. That's where you get a little... Mm, what year was this? Like 82 or 83. See, in 80s drums are kind of... Yeah, that's where the synthesizer stuff, the classic rock band's trying to adapt. So that one was a little rough, but there's some good tunes on there. And then they promoted the Broadsword and the Beast to be a return to form. I can't listen to that album. I get bored really quick. It just... It's a lot. There's still synthesizers on it. It's weird. It's all right, but meh. And then from there... <laughs> I'm still going. Oh my god! From there, oh, you're testing me. Broadsword goes into uh, Rock Island. Uh, one good song, <laughs> "Kissing Willie." It's a song about kissing Willie. <laughs> um, then from there, you go into Catfish Rising, which is a return to blues rock. It's all right, but it's very dad rock, very like standard. Yeah, they weren't really experimental kind of stuff. Like they weren't they weren't like at their peak. No, yeah. it's it's solid. Like you can hear like you can still hear Tall in it. Rocks on the Road is a fantastic tune. He's played flute throughout all these, right? Yes. Okay. Every album there's flute. Okay. Um, and then after that, um, Roots to Branches, solid album, solid '90s album. And then they do an album called 
jtull.com. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. When wait. the internet was becoming a huge thing. What? J. <laughs> I never heard of tullcom There's like four oh, decent tunes on it. And then they did a Christmas album. <laughs> I'm not. But they're, but they're British, right? Yeah. You know what's a really popular thing is like Christmas around for Brits? Like they always do some kind of like special thing for for, so I will give them that, but I mean I'm not a big Jethro Tull person as much as you are. Oh, I'm I'm fanatic. I'm weird about it. But you are you're, you're but you love Pink Floyd. I, I wouldn't say weird. You're passionate about it. I'm passionate. I'm passionate about Jethro Tull. I'm passionate about Pink Floyd as well. Yeah. I think Roger Waters is a fantastic writer. Mm-hmm. He. The wall, the wall, final cut. Um, what were you gonna say? You didn't like their latest Pink Floyd album, though, right? The, it, it was like it was like five songs I, or six songs or whatever. No, it was an entire instrumental album. Oh, that's that's the problem. It was a, in tribute to Richard Wright because it was a lot of keyboards. It was very earthy. I can appreciate it now. Like if you put it on like as background noise while you're like meditating or whatever, it's chill. But when it first came out, I hated it. I was like, this isn't. Cool. I remember you hated it. Yeah, I was. I, I still get a little irky about it, but I can appreciate it because now that I'm, I, I'm constantly broadening my music, so I listened to it a couple years ago, and I can appreciate it for what it was. There's really cool moments. It just uh, it doesn't scratch any itch. If you're a Floyd fan, it does not scratch any itch. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's a shame. Like, and I, I just hate to I hate to say it, but I feel like. Maybe it's just an age thing. Like when you get older, you start appreciating like the first stuff that the people released. Yep. Like I love, I love Between a Barrier to Me, and their first albums were like great. Like Colors mm-hmm. is my favorite album, but like Colors is an amazing Alaska. Yeah, Alaska's great. Alaska's fantastic. But like the great Mr. like the great misdirect, um, you start getting into some weird stuff, and but like the Silent Circus was was an early one that was a great one. But like the, the newer stuff, it's just I don't know what it, it it's is. A little... I don't know the main guy. I forget his name. Uh, Giles Corey, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I, you can tell it turns into his thing. Yeah, and it's and that's fine, but it's just not. It's just something about it. It's just it just it just changes, and that's what happens to like every. I mean, I don't know. Does that did it happen to Black Sabbath or Black Sabbath knew? Now's the time to cut it off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Black Black Sabbath. Again, similar to Black uh, Jethro Tull, the entire '70s output, for the most part, is solid. Mm-hmm. Never say die at the end of the Ozzy era. Is it kind of all over the place? But it's still Sabbath. It's fun. The cool thing about Sabbath is the guitarist Tony Iommi. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Iommi, he's on every single Black Sabbath album. He was the only consistent member. After that, after Never Say Die. That's where it gets weird, because uh, Dio joins the band. They do three very good albums with Dio. Uh, Heaven and Hell, uh, The Mob Rules, and uh, they do a live album, but we're not counting lives. Um, then they did a Dehumanizer in the 90s. All very good stuff, but in between that, Dio was in and out of the band. He's doing, he's doing his own stuff in Rainbow. Oh, yeah, he left right after The Mob Rules to do Holy Diver. Yeah. I don't blame him. No. That song kicks ass. Yeah. I don't care what anyway, so. Holy diver. You've been down too long in the midnight sea. I even like uh, Kill Switches. Oh, yeah. They did, a, they did pretty good. Between the velvet. 
eyes. <laughs> they did really good justice with that. Oh yeah, and Rainbow in the Dark still is great. It sounds like, but he he did, he did that to like prove a point though, didn't he? Like he said like it, people say like it's very unmanly, but he did it because he. Ma- oh, it, when uh, Sabbath was doing Dehumanizer, they told Dio, please don't sing about dragons and rainbows and shit, and he respected uh, their wishes, but. That's what he likes singing about. He mm-hmm. likes singing about dragons. He likes singing about mystical shit. And yeah. that's that's what made Dio Dio. Rainbow, Rainbow and Dark kicks ass. Like, the music video is is, is cheesy 80s, but if you, put your mind, if you put your mindset into it, it's great. Did I ever show you any rainbow stuff? Mm-mm. Ooh. <laughs> so, um, the guitarist for Deep Purple, he quit Deep Purple and started his own project. It's technically called... Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. And he, rec- he recruited a singer. His name is Dio. <laughs> and he, they, their biggest hit song was uh, Man on the Silver Mountain. You might have heard it, maybe. I'm the man on the silver mountain. Maybe. Sort of. Maybe. Um, maybe on Classic Rock Station. Yeah, it's classic rock. But um, immediately after, th- that, that first album was very classic rock. 90s, the stuff we listen to grew up with is classic rock now. We're not talking about that. <laughs> we ain't, ain't going to talk about that. Um, but immediately after that, they do an album. Well, it wasn't immediately after. They do two albums. Uh, one was Star- <sighs> Rainbow Rising. Uh, there's a song on there called Stargazer. Mm, the drums would make you feel things. Yeah? Mm, yeah. They, they, the intro is just a drum fill for like 10 seconds. And it just... Mm, Dio was on top of it. The guitarist, uh, Richie, was good. But the album I'm trying to get to the point here is a cheesy album title. The album's called Long Live Rock and Roll. I, see, for me, for me, like, I'm, that's, not, that's not cheesy at all. It's like, if, if the music is great... The music is great. That, that's the important thing There's a me. song on there with constant double bass called Kill the King. Ooh! That's, that's one of those songs you want to, like... Any game that has constant killing, you put that on and you just. It just. You know what's a really good soundtrack is the uh, Doom 2016, not the sequel, but when they redid Doom. Mm-hmm. That soundtrack is fucking amazing. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I gotta piss. Okay, we can pause it. Okay. All right, I'll try to keep us interested. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is Alex trying to. Here's, here's a question. Um, here's a question. Yes. When do you think? Um, do you do you, do you like you you like eighties metal, right? Yeah, for the most part. Do you think that Led Zeppelin ever fell off? Well, I'm, Zeppelin never did anything in the eighties. Well, Robert Plant did his own thing. Yeah, it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 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 rant. I'll rant. You go pee. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, Zeppelin ended in <laughs> fucking uh, seventy eight or seventy nine. When uh, John Bonham uh, passed away, and that sucks. And they did a very respectable thing where they stopped making music because an integral part of the band passed away. And I, I respect that, and I'm, I'm really happy that they didn't attempt to... I'm talking to myself. This feels weird. Um, <laughs> um, I'm happy that they didn't try to just... oh. We're just going to replace him. The Who did that with Keith Moon. They replaced Keith Moon after he died. and Those albums just were not good. 
I mean, Eminence Front is a solid tune. You Better You Bet is an alright tune as well. But, I don't know. It just, it doesn't scratch the who itch, you know? It doesn't scratch any sort of itch. I'm looking at his coasters. RJ has a coaster of, it looks like, it says Buddy's 75 Years. And it looks like a man has a city on his back. And in one hand, he has like a dish, some sort of dish. Is that pizza? Is that lasagna? What is this? His, the, his body is formed really weird. Like, is he anorexic? There's muscle. He doesn't look happy. Okay, I'm struggling. I'm looking at what's on his table. There's a ghost on his table. It says boo. <laughs> uh, but if you're liking this podcast, if you're liking everything, be sure to follow on uh, Spotify, you know, download it wherever applicable. Um, I'll try to get this on YouTube ASAP and try to have this good. I'm liking this. I'm liking. Here he comes. I was struggling, man. Do you have any other questions? Do you, do you, don't, you don't like any Robert Plant's stuff? I hate, didn't he have a hit song? He had like a hit like 80s song that was like super 80s, but like... I Maybe. I, God, I, I didn't. I can't remember. But, I mean, it's, it's funny when musicians try to adapt to the times. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like the 80s, like there was a lot of good music that came out of the 80s. Like tons, Slayer, was Slayer, Metallica, all the big four, the thrash, death metal, a lot of mm. that came out. But death, oh fuck, I love death. Death, mm. scream, bloody gore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even the, even late, like late, late, late eighties, uh, Nine Inch Nails. Oh yeah, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, half like mid eighties, late eighties, the industrial stuff started kicking in, which was. Mm, you know, but the biggest issue I have with the '80s is the bands from the '70s trying to adapt. Yeah. Like even, like I said with Jethro Tull, um, they embraced synthesizers and drum machines, and that's fine. But wasn't wasn't there? Oh, there was somebody that you 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 showed me the album. I can't think of his fucking name. Was it? I I can't remember. But he he started uh, doing uh Neil Young? Neil Young, thank you. I don't he didn't even say anything. I, I knew, knew, I knew it. exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, Neil Young did a good job with it, though. He did okay. It he was did better than most, most, most like, 70s musicians, though. Yeah, he... The thing is, he didn't do... An, I don't think he did entirely. 80s. He, he had, like... He had a couple albums where, like, half of it was drum-machined and weird voices and stuff. But then, you know, he would kick into songs like, um, like an Inca... Which was straight up like kind of Santana kind of, you know that um, groove mm-hmm. that has, um, but not not a lot of bands from the seventies can, you know, adapt at all. Yeah, for sure. You who who do you think is a good one hit wonders in the eighties? One hit wonder in the eighties? Yeah. Um, uh, there's a ton of them. But 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 who who's like good for you? Like 
There's aha. I mean, aha. Uh, they, they had take yeah. on me. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any? Do you have any favorite uh, one hit wonders from the '80s? No. My, my girlfriend just walked in. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's uh, the outfield. Um. They did a uh, Josie's on a vacation for. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um. There's that. Um, Your love. Um. There's also talking. Not talking heads. I don't remember the name of the Don't you forget about me. Now, do you? I don't remember. Was there a lot of one-hit wonders in the 70s and 60s? I'm sure there was, but I can't think of any offhand. Oh, there's tons. Um, Jesse's Girl was a big one, one-hit wonder kind of thing. What's on that? I thought that was a uh, Rick. That wasn't. That wasn't uh, Rick something. Coug- Cougar. What's the fuck Cougar? his name? Cougar. Oh, Mellencamp. Yes, Mellencamp. Was it Mellencamp? Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on. So I don't know if you saw my TikTok. <laughs> fucking, I fucking hate John Mellencamp. Do you really? I fucking hate John. Sucking on chili dogs. <laughs> do you know how to fucking eat? Do you know how to fucking eat chili dogs? You don't fucking suck on them. Can you imagine going on a date with some guy, and like he, he's just sitting there over? Hey, I'm having fun on this date. <laughs> do you have something to tell me? I mean. It's all over your face, man. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry, that, that song, it plays on uh, where I work, Station, all the time. Little diddy, about Little Jack and Diane. Fucking hate that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Life goes on. Do you like Bruce Springsteen? I want, I feel like I would love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. But I only like, um, baby, we were born to run. What about born in the USA? By the way, um, there's drinks here if you want some. Thank you. She's she's got got some strong shit there. You're perfectly fine. She's got like. He he already left me hanging to go pee, so like. (laughs) Oh, because I was about to say, can Michael? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. If we talk about something and you want to hop in, feel free. Um, so. Oh uh, yeah, I fucking hate John. <laughs> John Mellencamp, uh, Bruce Springsteen. I feel like there is stuff there I would love, but I don't know. I haven't. Nothing hooked me up. Who else do you not like? So John Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen. Like Bruce Springsteen, he did. Um, I was don't say Bon Jovi. I, I I'm not. I mean Bon Jovi's fine for me. I'm just not like in the same. The hits. I mean, yeah. we're all the same. Only the names change. <laughs> I, he, he also had another song that not a lot of people talk about, uh, Runaway. Uh, ooh, she's a runaway. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a good song. It's all right. Um, I, I, he did that, that 90s song, too. Was it a 90s song? I don't remember, but... The, the 90s were cancer for anyone from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Because, like, it was all, you know, Pantera, Faith No More, oh, the know. Primus. It was all, oh. the new metal was mm. coming in. Corn, mm. mm. fucking, I still fuck with some corn. Oh, Although the the downside to new corn is that they're just straight up a metal band now. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's fine. There's some choice tunes, but it's straight up just metal. Going back to to, to metal for Slipknot, um, you liked All Hope Is No Gone. Did you like any of the earlier stuff as much as you like All Hope Is Gone, or was All Hope Is Gone it's like peak for you? Oh no, uh, for me it's the first album. 
Okay. So like, I I th- I said this in the first uh, uh, Alex's podcasting episode, but you know I was a very classic rock dude, be all end all, and then I uh, I'm not gonna go into the whole story bit, but I got all hope is gone, and it really just immediately broadened my horizons. Sure. I like every song on this album. I want to. Ch- what else do they have? Okay, can, can, I, can I give them a little story? Yeah, sure. So when we started, when we started in a band, you were primarily a classic rock guy, mm-hmm. Pla- like classic rock. Like you didn't really touch too much into like eighties or. I 90s. think I think there's a little Metallica, a little Slayer, but yeah. nothing. There's the hits. And... Yeah, it, it wasn't like as much as, as you are now. Yeah, no. Um, but I and that's that's one of the, another another wonderful things about being in a band, like, is you get to get your horizons broadened by different people that have different musical genres. And Zach has always been like all over the place, hasn't he? Uh yeah he, he he's mostly rock prog yeah he's a huge Rush dude yeah Rock Rush kicks ass oh man. moving pictures yeah I gotta show you their heaviest song they got they got some sh- some shit that's heavy mm-hmm. uh, their last album is called Clockwork Angels they have a song called B B U uh, brought up to believe uh B U to B brought up to believe and uh, mm, it goes hard. Like it's it's pretty hard rock, but for everything that you've ever heard about from Rush, it just goes the dun 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 it it scratches an itch. Do you like any modern pop? Pop. Actually, uh I don't know if they're considered pop. Churches. Churches, yeah, I like churches. Yeah. Fucking love I don't know any of the songs, but like I've I've heard them. Dude. They have a song in the Death Stranding game. It's called Death... The game, The song is called Death Stranding. That song almost makes me cry. Really? Yeah. Let's set a toast. Because it's, it's very... Because they're very, like, ethereal. It's, they have a lot of reverb, right? Like Very reverby, but it's it's fun. It's upbeat. And, like... <laughs> you can take my heart <laughs> and hold us together as we fall apart. And when you play a fucking depressing game like Death Stranding yeah. and you get, are greeted at the credits with churches, <laughs> you're like, okay, I could cry. I would cry. And the worst part is at my place of employment, the song actually plays on the fucking radio. Are you serious? I swear to God, I'm like, I'm chopping melon and all of a sudden <laughs> I just hear the melody and I'm like, no, no, I'm not gonna cry at work. I'm not gonna cry at work. You will not. You can take. <laughs> what What are your biggest songs that scratch like at least five different emotions, like sadness, anger, happiness, um, um like that, that just scratch that itch for you? So sadness, uh, sticking with a uh, the kind of death stranding kind of thing. Um, there's this group called Low Roar. I've sent you a couple of their mm-hmm. tunes. They have a song called Bones. I think I sent you that one too. Yeah. Mm, and considering the breakup I just went through, that song really makes me want to cry. That's a really sad song. That's oh. another emotion. Also, I got I gotta say, you also sent me some old positive, and I've took me a long time to actually. Typo. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. And it's it's anesthesia. That album is really good. That 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 album. Um, Pete is an amazing singer with low vocals and. If this thing could stop, oh, the battery's about to die. Quickly, entertain the people. So, I really like Typo Negative. 
They're really good. What was it? Life is killing me. Life is killing me. Yeah. yeah, that album is really good. That's when he had the the had the biggest hit. Um, Goth Girl. I think so. Yeah, my, like by Goth Girl or something. But no, it's it's just I I really appreciate the whole different aspect of having lower vocals because a lot of the things that's more popular nowadays is having higher pitched vocals and especially for for choruses and stuff Mm -hmm. and he totally just bucked the mold for that like for me like he he really told me that like you can have lower vocals and um and really sorry no it's okay and show and showcase that you can still sing yeah you know what i'm saying and it's still it still is really good you know and that's yeah, no, I've been I've been listening to a lot of that. I've also been listening to Stranger Fruit. Thank you for that, Alex. Stranger Fruit, so good. Um, they uh, uh, typo have a song on the Bloody Kisses album called "We Hate Everyone" because <laughs> there is some weird rumor going around that they were like white supremacists or whatever, and what? and so they <laughs> wrote a song just called "We Hate Everybody," <laughs> <laughs> and it's a I, I I wanted to send it to you the other day, but I forgot to but yeah it's a good song typo is a very interesting group mm-hmm. um, i don't know how to explain it but it's like it's gothic very and the only way i can describe gothic is like they have organs like if basically if, if my chemical romance was f- around like the 80s or 90s right yeah that's like they would they very bleak lyrics very low tonal you know kind of stuff that's mm-hmm. the way I would describe it yeah do you like my my Kemper romance yeah okay I think um the black parade is a solid album dude you need to listen to Helena Helena Helena's um, fucking kiss ass uh, vampires will never hurt you that's ghost off. of you ghost of you is really good mm. vampires will never hurt you that's when Gerard that was actually, one of the first songs that you showed me by though oh, that's all kicks ass dude that's when you did the little screamy stuff too mm-hmm. but yeah yeah um my Kemper romance kicks ass so we got your sad. We got sad. Um, what's another emotion? Happy. But like, like if you're a peak happy, that song that you want to listen to that keeps you in that in that in that emotion. Happy. It'd probably be a Jethro Tull song. Mm-hmm. Um, the first song that popped in my head was uh, "Living in the Past." It was the first line. Happy and I'm smiling. <laughs> Walk a mile to drink your water. <laughs> You know I love to love you, and above you there's no under. It just, it's just a kind of upbeat thing. Um, that's my thing. What about you? Well, you, you? You didn't tell me your sad song. Oh, tell me your sad, and then you're happy. Oh, man. Because oh. my, my sad is Bones, and then my happy is Living in the Past. You're sad, and you're happy. I have a playlist. I have different, <laughs> I have different playlists for the moods I'm in. Yeah. Um... I know some people just put all their music on, on like one playlist, but like I kind of have like a playlist that's different. <laughs> and I've 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 told I've told Gabby about about my different playlists and <laughs> and like my my sad it just it really like the saddest song that I will listen to when I'm sad. I, I I'd have to go through it, but like it might be I. I'm gonna have to look at it on Spotify because you it's just that's just like a, it's a very intense emotion and a lot of people that go through the whole sadness they don't want to feel sad right 
but people that are comfortable with dealing with the sadness and going through it. I, I just can't understand, like, if you're if you're sad, then, like, kind of forcing yourself to listen to, like, happy music or... I understand that there's, like, a, a comfort to it. Like, yeah. You know. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I agree. It's just, I can't, I can't do that for me personally. It's yeah. just, like, I... Because like, if I, I, I want to ride the ride the wave. Mm-hmm. I want to ride the lightning, so to yeah, speak. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so to speak. So I want to get through it. And the only way to get through it is to just get it all out. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I got I to gotta get it all out. That's mm-hmm. that's just how I've always dealt with my my emotions. And I'm not a very big person on, like, portraying my emotions and showcasing my emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm very reserved and... And it's not a good thing. I mean, it's not. It's really not. Um, but everybody has their own different ways of dealing with things. Mm-hmm. And music is one of my things of dealing of ways of dealing with things. And music is great. Like people just, it's it's just the way that people are uncomfortable with dealing with their anger. People mm-hmm. don't want to listen to angry music because they don't want to be angry all the time. I'm the opposite. I I listen to angry music to try to get it out. Yeah, that's, that's like especially if I'm driving, I'll listen to some like death metal, get it out, and then okay, go back to work. For me, it's 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 both. Like I, I need to get it out, and it's it's an energy boost for me. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I listened to metal music, I would not be able to go to sleep tonight, hundred percent. Like I I, I, just get, <laughs> I just get so much like energy from it, and oh my god, I can't find it. Can't find your sad playlist. I can't find it. How many playlists do you have? Okay, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her laughing. I'm like, oh, how many playlists? I have my top songs from the songs I listened to 2020. That's fine. I have that too. 2016. This yep. is uh, me and her mix. Okay. So I have a lot of podcasts on here. I have just albums. Neutral Milk Hotel. Okay. Neutral Milk Hotel <laughs> is a very has a very sad song called Oh Comely. That song is so so sad mm-hmm. but it, would you say that's your sad song or no, I, I, I wouldn't because i know the i know the the story behind that album which was like if the lead vocalist could go back in time he would be like try to save Anne frank it's kind of like a saving Anne frank do like the the whole nazi shit yeah so i and for me it's just like when i hear it i just hear i just hear Anne frank i can't really put my emotions on it but it's still very that song is incredibly sad i would put that like definitely in my top five sad albums of like 100% maybe some hipster playlist <laughs> oh yeah King Park King Park by La Dispute is really 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 sad because the album just tells us the song tells a story about this guy um, shooting shooting somebody or killing somebody mm-hmm. but his bullets end up hitting a kid wow. and and literally one, one of the one of the it's not it's not even like a chorus but like one one of the lyrics is like, "Will I still go to heaven if I kill myself?" Right. And he repeats it, but he's just there's so much emotion behind it, and it's just like I, I really think that's probably my my saddest song that I listen to, mm-hmm. King Park. It's just it's so fucking sad. Like just 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 that moment because people I'm sure people have had a lot have a lot of emotion, mental issues. Like so, King Park by by La Dispute. La yeah, Dispute. they're they're from Michigan too. Okay. Shout out to the Glove. All right, let's flip it. Happy song. Happy song. Something that, like you said, just like you're in a good mood and you listen to it to keep going. Happy. Oh, man. That's so... Um, and you can't say happy, like, because I'm happy. I hate, I hate this. I hate, I hate this song. Who, who, do you like that song? No. Okay, good. Yeah. I was about to say, like, <laughs> she hates I've never met anyone that's like, because I'm happy. No, I, I can't, I can't. Like, that song is just like, when I listen to that song, I get angry. <laughs> I don't get, I don't get happy. 
Oh, gosh. Um, for me, it'd be, like, songs that really don't mean anything. Like... Would you probably say, like, maybe some grunge music? Maybe, like, maybe yeah, like yeah I, I was, I was literally, literally going to say, like, Pepper by Butthole Surf- Surfers. Oh, I yeah. fucking love it. I don't mind some sometimes the images it shows. Marty got with Sharon and Sharon yeah. and Cherise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all in love with dying. <laughs> I mean, if you if you read into it, but like for me, it's just like it's still upbeat. It's still, it's, it's still good. It's still like it's how does the chorus go? I don't mind the rain sometimes, sometimes the images it shows. Yeah. I can smell you on my lips and taste you on my yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, they have a song called a. Uh, who was in my room last night? Oh yeah, that song was on uh, Guitar Hero two, three. We actually just jammed it the other night. Really? And Zach was like, "I don't know how to fucking play it. Just, just watch it for a second. And we jammed it, and he he like did the solo too. He's like, "How do I know that?" And I'm like, "Cause it's the butthole surfers." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it'll be <laughs> Cream by Wu Tang Clan. Of course, yeah. Me- Method Man, like I. M E T H O D man, M E T H O D. The RZA, hey, the Jizzle. Oh fucking, I love Wu Tang. Wu Tang is just like it's just basically a upbeat, like it's more happier. I've listened to a new uh, Bruno Mars song, which is fucking hilarious. I heard a lot of people are saying that the new Bruno Mars is actually pretty good. Yeah, there, there's there's a song he did where it's just oh my god, it's all over TikTok. Yeah, it's, it's it's a really good it's a really good song. It's smoking out the window. Smoking out the window. Oh my god, there's there's. Yeah, you gotta listen to him when you get a chance. It is hilarious. It's really good. But we gotta figure out, just name a happy song. A happy song? A happy song that you can vibe to. It doesn't have to be like your oh, go-to. Okay, this would be this would be super cheesy, but um, probably... Watch with the hitting. Oh, sorry. Because there's a microphone yeah, there. Yeah. Probably... <laughs> Watch with the hitting. It would be one of... Uh, it would be... It would be a song by um, Tchaikovsky. Really? Nut, nutcracker, Nutcracker Sweet, um, Song of the Swans, or it'd be uh, even a, oh, I can't think of this, Something Del Luna by Debussy. Debussy? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I just, it's a classical song, but it's just like pure, it's just pure music. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the thing. Like, I love death metal. I love noise. I love <laughs> grindcore. You know how I am. I love fucking Big Destroyer. But I, there's just something about classical music that's just, scratches such a big itch for me because it's, it's music that transcends like generations like it's been it's been it's still it's still popular like hundreds of years mm-hmm. hundreds of years like that's how good it is and i still can relate to it mm-hmm. and for me it's more like when i'm in that happy mind space i can have my own um mental movie about it mm-hmm. and it's like oh, god what is that song called Hold on. <laughs> let me let me look it up but it's it's one of my it's absolutely probably one of my favorite songs of all time um, it's just it's just one of the most gorgeous songs I've ever heard in my life too. I don't ever say that about anything, but yeah, Claire Claire de Lune by uh, Claude Debussy. Okay, it's it's just wonderful. Like it's just picture it's picturesque nighttime music. It's about the moon. It's great. It's great. So what's you know what's another emotion? Angry. No, we did angry. Did we do angry? Did we do? We no, did we did, we did sad, happy, angry. Okay. Um, angry. Hey, here's a tricky one. Angry from from Jethro Tull, <laughs> or or Pink Floyd, or from seventies. Oh, Pink Floyd has angry tunes. Do they really? They have a lot of angry tunes. Really? Yeah. Run like hell. I I, 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 I what? <laughs> um, yeah, they have run like hell. Uh, one of these days. 
Oh yeah, when he says, "Oh yeah, we did One of these days, I'm gonna cut you into little pieces. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of angry. That's what kicks ass, dude. Yeah. Um, Jasper Tall, yeah, they don't. Yeah, nothing really angry. I mean, they have some like harder songs, but nothing really like. So it'd be, it'd be more like '90s. What about grungy? Because I know metal's very easy for for. Oh well, yeah, you could be like, oh yeah, Pig Destroyer, like every, yeah. anything by them. Hyper Violence, um, something. Um, yeah, I mean, when I'm like, when I'm like in a blind fit of rage, um, one metal song I go to is a, a SYL by Strapping Young Lad, because like, um, it's just this huge industrial tune and like the chorus. Well, the pre-chorus is just, he repeats it like 13 times. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. You, you, you showed me that, right? Yeah. And it's, it's like, and if you listen to headphones, it's just like almost a wall of noise. It's... There, there was a, um, this is kind of going back a little bit. But there's a, there's a video game reviewer that he did a cover, or he, he, he did his own version of The Wall. But he talked shit about it. The Nostalgia whole time. critic. Yeah, we're not talking about that. That was that was trash. And Corey Taylor is a part of it, sort of. What? Wait, wait, wait. What? You didn't. Hit, oh no, my god. No, I didn't know Corey Taylor was a part. Yeah, of it. It, no. Own. The review is trash because oh, it makes no fucking no. sense. So like, yeah, the whole time, Nostalgia critic is just like, yeah, this album's not as good as everyone says. And then at the very end, uh, Corey, he doesn't sing at all. He's just there. And then at the very end. Like, Nostalgia Critic was going to end ambiguously to kind of be a pun on, like, well, the album ends ambiguously, so I'm going to end the review ambiguously. And Corey Taylor's like, hey, that's fucking stupid. Like, what's the album? What do you think of the album? And he, he just goes, yeah, it's all right. It's a little full of itself. It's, it's all right. And I'm like, so you made me sit through 45 minutes of you just butchering these songs with a great guitarist, Rob Scallon, you know, the... The jazz, yeah, video. Oh yeah, yeah. He does the guitar on it. Does he really on the entire? And it's shit. It's shit. And do, do they do they do like the songs that are like like they cover the songs, but they put his vocals over? Do like they they cover the songs and it's just not good. And like it's it's one of those things where if we put it on like and you play the game where it's like take a drink every time you cringe, mm. you'd be drunk after the first song. Mm. Um, um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's tr- it's tr- truly cringe. And at the very end, they're like, "So, Corey, you've been here the entire time, and you haven't sung anything. Can you please sing something?" And he's just like, "I know a song." And they sing the SpongeBob thing. <laughs> the Are you ready, kids? Thing. Yep. <laughs> and the whole cast and everyone sings it with them. And cool. Not worth it. Not worth your time. See, there's there's video essays about his video essay talking about how shit his video essay is. Oh my god. See, and this is like, and I get it that people don't like stuff that people don't like, but like it's a, it's such a popular thing to jump on the the bandwagon of hating something that's popular. Yeah. And it's I've never really people nowadays are talking about how shit the Beatles are. Yeah. No. No. Fuck off. No. I, I I I agree with that. Like. Without without the Beatles, people wouldn't have One Direction. They wouldn't have. Without a lo- the Beatles, we wouldn't have Black Sabbath. Yeah, we wouldn't have Black Sabbath, and Zeppelin. we wouldn't have metal. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Like the, everything, everything, and you can even go as far back as to Robert Johnson in the 40s or 50s, whenever that was. Like, just like yeah, everything's connected. If we didn't have that, if we didn't have the guy who invented fucking guitar, we mm-hmm. wouldn't have metal. Yeah, okay. 
But the Beatles were really the turning point. One of the heaviest songs that I heard by the Beatles was um, Helter Skelter. Oh, yeah. And it still goes hard. Oh, it's so, so good. And Back in the USSR kicks ass. I fucking love that song. Yeah. yeah. Even, even Birthday. Yeah. 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 Um, so angry. <laughs> um, okay, so angry. Honestly, like it's probably like some Nirvana, Nirvana uh, scentless apprentice. I never heard that song. Mm, we gotta have a sit down. Um, <laughs> I've only, I've, I mean, I've listened to a lot of Nevermind, Nevermind, of course. and I, It was often Udero. Was it? Yeah. And see, and I, I've listened to a couple songs off that, but like not like the whole thing in live, and live was great. Like, I, they don't have any angry songs off of live, but like, I love uh, Man Who Sold the World, and I love, um, Jesus Don't Want Me to First. Oh, you're talking song. about The Unplugged? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Don't Want Me for Sunbeam. Oh, that was a good one. I love, dude, I, I even the song this, that they did with the uh, Meat Puppets, like, uh, Lake of Fire and... Yeah, yeah, Lake of Fire. Yeah. Where do bad folks go when they die? They don't go to heaven where the angels fly. (laughs) Don't go to heaven. Sorry. I'm a drummer. I can't help half the time my hands. No, it's fine. You probably won't pick it up too much. Hold on, let's... Fuck. Um, uh, Entertain the crowd. Yeah, but I really like... (laughs) I really love that song. Like, I'm not going to lie. I did not like... Their unplugged album for the longest time. We I felt, didn't. We felt the card. Did we? We felt the card. So this is audio only now. Yeah. So that's for you video listeners. You can fuck off. I should <laughs> shut it off, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> that's probably a sign that we should wrap it soon. Okay. Ten more minutes. Let's let's hit that two hour mark. Okay. We've been talking for two hours. That's that's what we that's what we're our usual is. What was the last one? It was like two hours. It was and... two hours. It was over two hours. Yeah. I'm gonna figure out how to do this video thing because there are people that do it for two hours and the video doesn't stop and then i don't know how the fuck they do it um okay so yeah my angry is scentless apprentice what's your angry or what's one of your angries if i'm going for pure anger like you're you uh you stubbed your toe you found out you have a flat tire and uh there's um, and, uh, See, I I would love to say between the buried and me, so one of the, like probably it'd be Mordecai. But the problem with with a lot of between the buried and me is they're so progressive that they'll just change it from being angry mm-hmm. to being like, like they'll have soft rock in the same in the same song. Like Mordecai is like a very like it's like a like for like for like two three minutes, but then it just turns into a soft rock song. Right. And um, oh, I changed my I changed my angry pick. Was that uh, ticks and leeches? Tool. Ooh, Tool. Dude, I, I've, I've, been, I've been listening to, um, I was been showing her some some Tool. Fucking, was it, um, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Damn, awesome. <laughs> awesome. That song kicks ass. Is that your angry song? Yeah. No. We, we gotta get through the emotions before the 10 minutes. So, all the emotions. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say... No be, pressure. It'd probably be Into the Hellfire by Lorna Shore right now. That's what I'm listening to right now. That song kicks fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> does that fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. So good. So fucking good. Like... People sleep on metal, man, but... Like, metal... Slaughter to Prevail. Oh, yeah. Slaughter to Prevail kicks fucking ass, dude. You've heard uh, Baba Yaga, right? The song they do? I, I've heard two of them. I haven't heard Baba Yaga yet. Oh, my God. It's a blood retreat. 
fleshly eight, blood for the pain, nothing but fate. Dun, 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 dun. It goes. You know the Russian, right? Yeah, he's Russian. They, yeah, in their videos, he wears that shirt made in Russia. <laughs> um, okay, what's another emotion? So we did sad, happy, angry. Um, what's, what's, what's another major emotion? Major emotion that is portrayed good through music. Um, the other thing I'm thinking of is confusion. Oh, uh, Death Grips. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Death Grips, man. <laughs> No love. I mean, if you want, if you want to get, that's the song, man. Oh, I've seen footage. I've seen footage. I've seen noited. Go back. Horse <laughs> the band. Um, murder. Murder is probably. I, oh man. For confusion. From for anger, maybe. Anger is just like murder. It's murder. Yeah. Oh yeah. That song is just pure anger, man. Pure anger. Their um, their desperate living album was one of the best albums I ever listened to, and I was like, their that one has shapeshift, right? Yeah, that has shapeshift on it. That has um. The Golden Bird, Golden Mummy. That song has like one Doesn't of the best. It also have Sex Raptor on it or something. That's no, that's um, that's the one before that one. Oh, the one like, with uh, New York City. Yeah, yeah, that. I think that one's uh, Natural Death. Mm-hmm. I think it's Natural Death. But Golden Mummy and Golden Bird, the song, so fucking good, man. Like one of the best lyrics I've ever heard. If I, it's like if I could die, I would. <laughs> oh, so good, man. So fucking good. Um, let's see. What's another emotion that we're not thinking of? Because we did, we have happy, we have sad, and we have anger. What song really like chills you guys out? Oh, okay. Oh, chill. Good. Yeah. That's a very good one. That's chill. A good one. Um, oh, man. Go back to my classical real quick. <laughs> <laughs> chill. Um,. Honestly, it'd probably be something like Buckethead. Some chill mm. instrument. Chill, I usually equate to like, oop. Don't, don't die. <laughs> we don't want to have that on audio. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Fuck, uh, we gotta call the police. <laughs> um, it's usually probably an instrumental for me. Like, probably like orchestral. Um, but Dude, like, I go I, to. I miss my parents by Buckethead. I miss my parents. Um, Soothsayer. Yeah. Even though it shreds, it's there's still like a calmness to it. it it's Buckethead's so underrated. I think so underrated. He did. I think I heard that he did the Power Rangers theme. He did the Power Rangers theme. Okay, that's all. Fucking oh man, that's all kicks ass. Mm. All that theme. Um, but yeah, instrumental. Uh, there's a lot of instrumental Pink Floyd songs like Echoes, Pink Floyd. Um, that chills me out. Um, yeah, uh, Pink Floyd is really chill. Honestly, like a lot of stoner rock chills me out too. I mean, yeah, stoner. Um, well, okay. Well, what was that album that you were you were telling me? It was just like a, it's like a one song, but it's like oh, oh you know what I'm talking about? Oh my it's God. like deserts, and like a desert thing or something. No, uh, Mirror Reaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by Bell Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, that song is a, an emotional trip. That I I might make that my sad song actually, because you. That's that's a song that you can't really put on the background. You have to like kind of sit there and like may, maybe play like a nothing game or something, but you have to like sit there and and travel through it. Like I listened to it while working yesterday, not yesterday, a couple days ago. And uh yeah, when before my place opens for business, we're tasked with putting product out and doing that. So it's very chill. So for like two hours, 
you're just on the floor doing your job. And I was listening to that, and even just being preoccupied, like I found myself every like 10, 15 minutes just like, oh shit. <laughs> and especially with everything that I've gone through, like yeah. it just you think because it um, is a t- Bell Witch is a two piece band, a bassist and a drummer. Bassist plays like a seven string bass, and he has all these effects and stuff. Fucking insane! It sounds good. The drummer sings. They had an original drummer that also sang. But he passed away. And on the album, on the song, they use some of his vocals and it's some of the most haunting, like saddest shit. That's that's the craziest thing to me is just like when I listen to a Dio song and I know that he's gone. Yeah. But you could still like it's it's cra- it's crazy to me, man. Like that's one of the most powerful things is like when you can hear somebody that passed away and you can hear their vocals still. Yeah. Like I I'm like that with Nirvana. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't realize how big a Nirvana fan I was until this year. I love Nirvana, man. I, do, I, I really do. Like, I I don't think I've ever heard a song that I don't like. It, it's it's taken me a while to, like, like a lot of their stuff, but, like, I can listen to Nevermind straight through. You know what I'm saying? They're, 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 they're an unplugged album. I didn't, I'm not going to lie, I didn't, I couldn't listen to all of it straight through. But after a while, I start listening to bits and pieces, and then I start I start like loving yeah. everything. Like Man Who Stole the World, I fucking I fucking love that cover. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Lake of Fire is so good. Um, uh, Jesus Don't Want Me for Something. I, I like I literally have just been starting to listen to that song, and I love that song. I think my favorite song on it. It's it's not even on the video. It's a, a song called Oh Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was left off the video performance, but it. It's a moody. It's it's one of the songs that they did with the Meat Puppets guest people, and it's it's moody. It's good. Um, so did did you say your chill song? My my chill will probably be right now at this moment. It'd probably be um, anything from Clams Casino, but primarily I'm God. It's just like a instrumental beat. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they had Little B do he he did his own little rap over it, but like the, you just gotta listen to the instrumental by Clams Casino called I'm I'm God. It's just so chill. All right. He takes uh, some vocals from. I can't fucking think of her name. But but but, but, but that song is great. That song is great. Yeah. So we got anger. We did sad. We did happy. We just did chill. Mm-hmm. Um, Any other emotions? We did happy, uh, chill, sad, anger. Um. Not really an emotion, but like what's like a guilty pleasure song? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is a very good one. We're gonna go over two hours for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! I got Uh, so many of these. (laughs) Guilty pleasure. Fuck. There's a lot of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some hate for this, but I love Ocean Eyes by Billie Eilish. Well, Billie Eilish is chill. I like. I like. She's big into modern pop, so she's more into tune with more modern music than I am. But yeah, she's like Ocean Eyes. Oh my god! Especially the re- the remix that I keep annoying her with. But <laughs> what's the Eilish song where like the party is over or something? Mm. Oh yeah, that one's like a really sad song. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, um, when the party's over. Yeah, like the video where she's yeah, it's like like the black coming out of her. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, I. She has really good lyrics too. Like, where do we go when we sleep? Does she write her lyrics or is it the brother? 
I think it's the brother. I mean, it's a collaborative thing. Okay, yeah. Do you think it's... Do you think it's a little weird that, like, the moment she turned 18, like, the the world just automatically immediately starts sexualizing her? Oh, no. That's just... That's, that's just how the world works. The world's like, all right, what's the hour? What's the hour? <laughs> there was this TikTok video I saw where this guy was showing pictures of his daughter, like... Hey, this is my daughter. Like, he tr- she turns eighteen in like tomorrow. Isn't she cute? And like the guy is just like looking at his phone, and it's like one minute to midnight, and he's just like, uh, um, nah, she's a uh, very your daughter. And he's like, isn't she cute? Uh, uh, and the moment it turns, like the next day. He's like, yeah, yeah, she's very cute, very cute. And he's like, she's in California. It's two hours back there. <laughs> You're going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> but for guilty pleasures, man, like I love everything. Like, thank you for swinging it back. To yeah, that. yeah, no, it's okay. I like, I like everything. Like, I generally like love the '90s one-hit wonders. I love uh, Hadaway, What Is Love. Mm-hmm. I love. Um, I forgot who the who the who the what the name is. I saw the song Ace of Base. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I generally I I have yet to meet a song besides Happy by Pharrell. I fucking right. hate that song. But <laughs> um, most I mean I generally like everything. I don't even consider them guilty pleasures. Like I generally like everything. Like Katy Perry, um, Firework. I fucking love that song. I fucking love that song. That song is so good. <laughs> that song is so good. Stop Sorry. the table. <laughs> Sorry, the song is so good. That's fine. You know, I actually like uh, Bruno Mars' Uptown Funk. Yeah. Like, yeah. I sincerely like that song. You need to listen to his... his I do. I Smoking do. Out the Window. It's... Oh, my God, dude. That's... You, you're going to put... You're going to have a smile on your face when you listen to it. Oh, man. That song's so good. Um, there is, like, a, a newer pop song that I thought was really good. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah. Billie Eilish is a, has a lot of good ones. Um... um See, a lot of people hate her because she's kind of dark, and they're like, well, she can't be dark. It's like, yeah, you can. You can be dark with pop. Like, music is evolving constantly. Wasn't there some, like, controversy where she was, like, homophobic or something? Or some sort of... I don't know. Oh, what... for, 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 her, her, for her one song, like, um, I, I Wish You Were Gay or something like that. They, they thought she was, it, it was, like, really homophobic. Oh. She, she was saying that. I, mm, I mean, that's, I feel like that's people reaching. Yeah, no, people people want to reach. I mean, that's that's the thing. They, they, I also don't know the full thing. I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know either, but I just know is her music jams. Yeah, it does. And then, like, I, I was one of those people where I thought she was just trying to be edgy. And then I met Gabby, and then she showed me <laughs> she showed me a lot of her other stuff that was very, like, it was, it was good. It's really good and really, really relatable. She had a song talking about she wished she could talk about meeting her younger self to give her better... Uh, advice, right? Um, like the future or something. Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. Like where she, where she's like, I, yeah, you're gonna meet somebody. You're you're gonna be happy with yourself or something. And yeah, it's just like, oh, and it, uh, the weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. The weekend. We love blinding lights. Ooh, blinding lights. That's oh. such a good one. My favorite still is Party Monster. Party Monster is really good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. In the club, oh, mixing up my drink. I just need a girl. Really, I'm just, I can see her. She's been in the Angelina. Lips like Angelina. 
Max Selena. This is kind of controversial. <laughs> but um, Kanye West's Life of Pablo, that whole album is one of my favorite albums of all time. K- Kanye, uh, we've talked about this before, but There's Kanye this. is one of those guys where he's batshit insane, he but he, he makes good shit. Yeah. And I and I told you before, like... Although, Don, Don have you heard Donda yet? No. It's, I, not, I, it's listened, not good. I've listened to a little bit of it. I'm not into like the whole like super Christian choir stuff. Like, oh, that that Donda wasn't really super Christian. No, it was just, it was just him being weird. No, the he... album before that, where like God is King or whatever. Oh, okay. That one is pure Christian, and it's. I mean, it. The music's good. It just. Mm. This is coming from a guy that listened to Devil Wears Prada and Under Oath, which which are Christian metal metalcore bands. Mm-hmm. But um, no, like Life of Pablo is one of the best albums of my I've, I've ever listened to in my in my entire life. Like I put that on my top ten, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it's not even a problem. Like Colors would be one or two, mm-hmm. depending on the day. But like, let's let's end on a good note. Let's okay. let's uh, let's end on one more topic. Um, what what's something that we can talk about to wrap this up on a good note? Because I don't want to just be like, all right, we're done. What um what do you hope for music? Dude, we can't end on like <laughs> that's like a thirty-minute conversation there. Like, what do you what do you hope for the best of humanity? Yeah, let's, let's yeah. just wrap that up with like a two-minute question. Well, I was like, what's your favorite pizza topping? Mm. Oh, that's, that's, that's... <laughs> you remember that shit? The slap. It still hurts, man. <laughs> I sold that shit. Did you remember? No, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you... remember. There was one yeah. time I did it, and you were like, "Did I hurt you?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> Well, you landed on your knee that one time. It, yeah, my knee still kind of hurts from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think we're, I think we're good. Two hours, two hours, five minutes. Yeah, that's a good place to end it. Two hours for we've been talking for two hours straight. <laughs> um, but yeah, the video fucking stopped, so I you can't see us waving. Yeah, but um, it's yeah. more of an incentive to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Every listen gets me a penny. <laughs> and if like 10,000 people listen, I don't know how many pennies that is. 10,000 pennies? What? Isn't that like 100 bucks or something? I don't know. 100, 100, 100 pennies is a dollar. So it'd be 10 bucks, I think. Yeah, if you do that, <laughs> then I can afford an SD card that can hold a two hour long <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, um, this was fun. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to doing this again. If you like what you heard, um, uh, follow on Spotify, Anchor, wherever the heck. I don't know where. Anchor spreads this out on like a bunch of different streaming things. Mm-hmm. I, I can't keep up with half of them. So yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it's, it's crazy how much different streaming shit there is. Yeah. But uh, favorite music video. There's a quick one. Uh, a quick favorite one. music video. This um, one's gonna be tough for me because I don't ever watch music videos ever. Ah, uh, fuck. Um, probably Nirvana again. Teen Spirit. It's classic. Really? You... Maybe. I, I can't say that's my. You put me on the spot, man. I yeah, had to think a... about it. Um, we played that shit to death, man. Yeah, fucking love that song. It's it's, it's it is a good song, I, but I mean, I like the. Uh... I hate I hate to say this, but my. My ex hated Nirvana. Really? Yeah, and I don't. I don't know if you, when you when you leave a relationship, little things like that, 
you just kind of embrace it a little bit more where it's just like my ex she hated it so now I'm gonna listen to it all the fucking time <laughs> so I was like that like and so now I'm listening to Nirvana and there's like I, I still genuinely love Nirvana but there's a part of my head where I'm just like mm-hmm. <laughs> you can go not like Nirvana over there um but yeah I really like the Teen Spirit video um don't really have a favorite. I mean, I like videos in general. Um, have, you, have you listened to the, to the Toadies? Possum Kingdom? Make up your mind. It sounds like you just made up shit. No, I swear, I, swear, I swear to God. Have this, you listened to the Toadies? So, <laughs> quick quick story. When uh, I wasn't in the band anymore, <laughs> I got into another band where we did um, the Toadies Possum Kingdom. And they did the Possum Kingdoms in 5-4. Okay. Which is... Incredibly difficult for me because I've mm-hmm. never I've never played a song in five four, ever. Okay. Like that's, like, I, I, I was I was trying to tell tell her how to like. It's 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 like if you're not a musician, it's just like what kind of thing. But like if you're, I'm a musician and I'm still like what? Yeah, but like, but you know you know four four is like one two three four one two yeah, but it's like one two three four five one two three four five one two. Yeah. Kind of, it's kind of has an extra beat to it, but. No, that that that's pretty good. That's a really good song. That music video is really weird, but it's like super '90s grunge, um, Black Hole Sun. Did you did you like that music video? Eh, it's cheesy. It is a bit '90s for me. Yeah, like fair. the the faces going. Ooh. Yeah. It is. Um. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, Zero. The Zero oh, video. Oh, yeah. That's Smashing a, Pumpkins. Yeah, oh, that's so fucking good, man. They're all staring at the camera. <laughs> My reflection. <laughs> yeah. Billy Corgan has kind of a Dave Mustaine kind of voice. My reflection, <laughs> dirty mirror, no connection to, to myself. myself. <laughs> I'm your lava, I'm a zero. <laughs> he changes like on a dime. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking weird. It's weird that he did like wrestling too for a little bit. Yeah, he owns some sort of wrestling. He owns like a Japanese wrestling or something. It's bananas. Yeah, it's not AEW. That's the next podcast I want to talk about wrestling because I love um, Rob. Rob gave me a well, I, I got some uh, wrestling comics ooh. that Rob had. Yeah, ooh. I yeah. wish I knew how to read. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh, this is Alex with podcasting with my good friend Ramon Soldivar. Um, do you have any social media stuff that you'd want to share or no? Nope. No. You don't want anyone to follow your TikTok? You can follow me on, on Facebook. That's about it. No, don't do that. I don't care. I'm Someone very... will be like, what the fuck are you talking I, about? I used to be, you I used don't to like be, happy? I used to be a meme lord. Oh, yeah, you did. Didn't you, like, weren't you on a page for a minute? Oh, yeah, 50,000 followers, man. I don't mean to brag or nothing, <laughs> but we had 50,000 followers, and we got zucked for, like, the eighth time. Yeah, and, and then like done. And then we couldn't bring it back, and that was just, like, everyone went their separate ways, but, yeah. Okay, I'm wrapping it up now. <laughs> This is Alice with Podcasting. I'm here with RJ. Uh, Thank you for listening. Um, uh, See you next time. See you next time. See you next time. Have a good one. Stay Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the new possible project that. Yeah, our our actual podcast. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll come up with a name and everything. Yeah. My my name is not creative. Alex was podcasting. Well, technically, you are podcasting. Well, it's plural because it happened. Yeah, it's true. I tried to be creative. It didn't work out. All right, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.